Okay. Wouldn't they be at sea level then? <laughs> oh. Don't I'd have to look and see. Oh. oh. I bet he has a whale of a time plan. Do, don't they bring the ocean with them? Sorry. <laughs> Isn't that how I Yeah, the other sea. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I feel horrible for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we really need to corral ourselves together <laughs> and get over this. <laughs> You've got hump. me hooked. On these. <laughs> Let's just wave this conversation topic goodbye. Uh, I'm spending all this time fishing for puns. <laughs> I feel sure you'll find one. <laughs> Nick's having a whale of a time. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And we're back. Dwellers Below. Season 2. We are back. That's what we are. Backity back. The dwellers below. Back. Back in your ear holes. Backity back. Back. Who's back with me today? Back. Uh, lucky Mulcahy okay, calling in for <laughs> Vietnam. Eating mushrooms. And hi, I'm Lucky Mulcahy, uh, comrade of the revolution from Vietnam. Ich bin also Lucky Mulcahy. <laughs> <laughs> I too am Lucky Mulch Cakey. And I am vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Sick burn, bro. Sick burn. Oh, so deep. I like lentils. <laughs> Have you guys seen Game Changers? No. All it made me think of, it's about being plant-based and all it made me oh think my of God. was Lockie. Yeah, except they're, they're making it cool, so not Lockie. Not Lockie. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of NBA players are moving to the plant-based diet. Yeah. yeah, so that's the new thing is because vegans and vegetarians are like dirty words now. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. like, hey guys, I'm going to make a documentary and have like 17 ripped-ass dudes saying plant-based. My mm-hmm. diet's plant-based. So if you're plant-based and you go plant-based, you're saving the world and you're getting shredded like me, plant-based. I didn't and like... Everyone's like, oh my God, plant-based. We that's all so need cool. to do this except for Danny. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> I mean, like me- the... Um, the science that they presented in that movie? Is this plant-based like the plant-based burger that Burger King were doing? That they were like, cooking in meat-based like, fat? Oh, no, no, no. no. It's, like, it's like a diet where, so good. where what you eat is... Or the foods you eat are, are based on plants. So mm. you could almost call it like like plants, like veg- vegetables. You could Ve- veg- vegetarian Vegetarianism. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. So is coffee v- plant-based? It is. It could, like don't have milk in it. It could be like it a religion, like veganism or something. Yeah. Yes, veganism. We've named it. There we go. Veganism. Yeah, because you take the V E G from veg- vegetables. <laughs> Where are you going with this? And then the <laughs> autism from to be one of. But so then there's like the next the next level of that, yeah. which is when you're over nine thousand and you yeah. call it Vegetaism. Yeah, Vegetaism. Yeah, when your power level is over nine thousand. Fucking love Dragon Ball Z. That's great. Do you know there's a um like a stock cube that you can buy called Vegeta? Mm. Ooh. I wonder if that takes your power level up to 9,000. Does it give you a really sick hairstyle? It does. I'm into that. Yeah. Mm. My friend just bought this house. Yeah. Cremorne. There is a he big, he's a this big house? He's I a bought this dog. house. No, this house in Cremorne. Cremorne. It sounds like it's far away, but it's probably nice. isn't far away. No, it's really oh, it's nice. Cremorne's not it's, far it's, away. It's the southern part of Richmond. It's overlooking the river. Like, yeah. This is a big dog. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, like, oh, like a great down there, like a little, like, like we're talking like down near the three, river four down mil. There. Like it's not a cheap house. Yeah, yeah. wow. And um, that's a lot for a dog. Also, incidentally, his nickname for a long time was Dick Tricks because he could wrap his dick around his arm and make it look like a watch. That's what? terribly <laughs> intriguing and disgusting it's at the same time. A lot of this is not where I thought this anyway, was going. Anyway. Did it tell the time? <laughs> TikToked. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he buys this We've house. peaked. No, like, no, turn it off now. Stop the podcast. Turn it off now. Dick talk. We've peaked. That's it. <laughs> Deceased estate. Oh. And his partner, she's really smart. She's like, oh, I think there's a panic room. He's like, there's no fucking panic room. She's like, no, nah, look, it doesn't look like where the ensuite is lines up with where the walk-in robe is. Like, it looks like there's a gap there. There should be something. Yeah. Anyway, bang, bang, bang. Panic room or sex dungeon? Panic room. That's what a panic room is. Bang, bang, bang. They knock on the thing and it's a false wall. So there's this deceased estate. This old guy's died. They're able to get in there. All these VHS pornos. <laughs> like, yes. Like VHS, like a wall of them with a fake plaster wall covering it. So That's, that's amazing. You never know what you're buying. That's you, pretty incredible. It's, am- it's, like, it's fact, amazing. So, a whole bunch of old VHS pornos. Maybe they could sell them. Like, yeah. Probably pay for the house. them clearly. <laughs> well, I asked it's like you, records, right? They're, they're worth more than yeah. the, the technology exactly. that replaced them. Well, that's exactly Are right. they hi-fi? No, I think there might be some beaters, which were the small VHS back in the oh. day. Anyway, I'll ask That's him to send me a use photo of the group. So, when you're panicking, you go in this room and watch porn. Is that yes. what it's for? Well, presumably, it was I mean, from a, a time before time when the internet didn't exist. Yeah. When you're sitting at home and you've got your wife and your seven children and you're just panicking, you're like, fuck. I've got to go to my panic room and when jerk you're a off. Big dog. The big question here is, and you need to do some reconnaissance on mm-hmm. this for us, Morgan, is He'll probably do you all the... Do all the female porn stars in all the tapes have bush? Most likely, and perms. Ooh, Ooh. yeah, boy. Oh, we gotta stop this. Um, yeah. might, might need a panic room of my own. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. So that was interesting. Very interesting. Mm. I um, I don't have any stories like that at all. <laughs> Why is everyone stopped? I was just <laughs> making your point that I don't have any stories like that. <laughs> In any way, shape, or form. You have a job where you literally get to run your hands over other uh-uh. people. I do. <laughs> Morgan's very uncomfortable <laughs> on this topic. <laughs> that was quick. That was like, uh-uh. No. Nope. Stop, it. Stop it there. It's not the size. It's what you do with your hands. But you do have like nice sized hands. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah they look really good. I have and to use... you got both, like why not, right? Strong but supple. I have to use large gloves when undercoating miniatures. Yes, yeah, I yeah. always do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. mediums too, too Chafe, small. Chafey. But yeah. what do you put on your hands? Um, <laughs> the large gloves. Oh, oh, so, yeah, sorry. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first episode in about four years, and it's already a mess. <laughs> this this whole having four copies of Lockie thing has not helped. Mm. <laughs> well, well, Jesus, Lockie, rein it in. Oh fucking hell, Lockie! Oh. I might have to ship him off to Nam or something. Yeah, might have to. Eat some mushrooms. You know he's getting away. married, right? He's, uh, is he? Yes. When? What? In Nam right now. That's why he's there for that's his wedding. He didn't invite oh, any right. of us. Yeah, he said his wedding. Yeah, he's oh. like, oh, we're just having tinnies and we're getting married in flip-flops, and he, which like, are thongs. And he got his dad to like rent out a resort for his a wedding? A whole resort. That's not true. <laughs> that's true. what he said on the group chat. And he only oh. met this chick a while, like six is months ago. Is this the newest one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's recent. Yeah. This is a Portobello wow. mushroom farmer, right? Mm-hmm. Must be a good dowry. He really likes mushrooms. Mm. Yeah, he does. Maybe so she has like a um. Good luck to him. Four mil, three four mil mansion Incremont. with the panic room. <laughs> Big dog. <laughs> Big dog. So congratulations, Lucky. Um, no, wait. Legitimately, is he actually getting married? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm in shock. You should know you are Lockie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am I am the id aspect of Lockie. I'm only one component of his mind. I'm not all of it. Wow, he's really compartmentalizing, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's the part of Lockie that doesn't want to get married. Yeah. No, Have you got no, an agenda, and he's in denial. Um, Sorry? Have you got an agenda for today? Yeah. It was pretend, it was pretend to be Lockie for half an hour and then that's well, it. Creeping up on that. Can I also be the part of Lockie that likes meat but represses it? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. you are all of Lockie's repressed desires. Yeah. Oh god. You can be the part of Lockie that's a um, tokenistic Richmond fan. Yes. Where winning flags is all about it. Oh fuck, I hate Richmond so much. It's, it's like incredibly so like, much from the pit of my stomach. Oh. And do you, I don't know if you've experienced this right. Yellow and black. It's like what is that? Every time I go to a sporting event in Melbourne, not football, yeah, a sporting event, cricket, go to the go it, to Boxing Day this year, and there'll be so many people wearing those jumpers, Richmond jumpers. Mm-hmm. Are the, you playing? Are you in the A team? Why are you wearing that jumper? Why? Why have you got that jumper on? I went to the soccer, Richmond jumpers, because mm-hmm. we're from Tigerland. <laughs> oh, you're from Tigerland, fighting fury. But this was when they were shit as well, like yeah. five years ago when they were nothing. People mm-hmm. still wear their Richmond mm-hmm. jumpers everywhere. I do not understand it. Because it's a religion. Ah, oh, fucking it's like hate it. footy. It's like, like the religion of Melbourne. Vegetarianism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So apart from Russian Lockie, German Lockie, meat loving Lockie, and I don't know which version of Lockie you were. I was protest Lockie. Protest, protest Lockie. Lockie. I was yeah. silent protest. Right. Silent protest. Lockie. <laughs> <laughs> Who else have we got? We got Nick Gentilly sitting opposite me. Mm. Sammy Morgan's in the house. Mm, we got Danny Carroll. And the father of lies himself. <laughs> That took so much. I love that you had to look around. <laughs> that took so much prompting. <laughs> Count the three people that were next to you and work out which you one of you you were meant to say. You could see the gears in your head being like, okay, there's a pattern here. I've got to <laughs> decipher what, what are they doing. You could, <laughs> do li- work you out could literally see the cogs jam. And like, <laughs> hey, I've been fasting maybe today. If you didn't I've got have brain a, fog. Maybe if you didn't have a plant-based That's diet. Fair. Yeah. The mind fog. Mm. <laughs> Keto's not plant-based though, so... Do you know Masters this weekend? I did know that because we were supposed to cover Masters, but I have a seminar, so I couldn't help. And that's the only reason that we're (laughs) not covering Masters anymore. Definitely the only reason. It's all Gentilly's fault and Lockie's fault because he's getting married. Oh. No, unfortunately, we can't do Masters Cup. Well, we can't do a streamed game at Masters. We just don't have the uh, the manpower to do it. Uh, What about woman power? We don't have the woman power either. Human power. The the people power. Or the rat power. Yeah. Um, We don't have any power. So, we because I'm TOing the event, Sam's playing in the event, and did yeah. you make masters? Yep. Oh, awesome! So yeah, we uh, Sam's Lock, actually good. Lockie's yeah. on his honeymoon. In, so yeah, we just don't have the well, not honeymoon yet. Yeah, but, but by next week it will be. By next week, you're right. Yeah. What do you reckon a honeymoon tastes like? Kind of like honey melon. Yeah. Different. It's like sweeter than the normal moon because the normal moon's made of cheese. It's savory. Yeah. Okay. Cheese and honey go so well together. Do they? Oh my god, yes. I don't eat cheese because mm. I'm plant based. Like a sharp cheese and then like just drizzled in honey, like some grapes, a bit of quince paste. Mm. Oh, sounds. We like should a do it like a cheese eating ASMR ver- video. It would sound like this. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, fuck me. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Lucky. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Given the time at the moment in Vietnam, that's probably what's going on. Mm, cheese eating. True. Do they have cheese in Vietnam? You'd have to ask the Vietnams. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. 
an amazing French bakery is there. Yeah, because um, when the French colonised, they mm-hmm. taught all the Vietnamese people how to bake. And then the Vietnamese people took their learnings and they sort of raised them up a level. They did. And so if you go to Vietnamese bakery here in Melbourne, Baguette, yeah. you get awesome French pork, bread. Pork awesome. rolls. Oh my God, there's one yeah. near my work. There's Find a pork me. roll for like five bucks and it's the best. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Mm, Wheelers Hill. Oh. Yeah, nice. Nah, nah. The one on Smith Street or the one on Swan Street? Where Nick works is the best like Vietnamese strip in the the city. Do they give them to you for free? Do you shake them down for pork rolls? No. It does not happen. (laughs) Yeah, that would be illegal as well. There's a one right near where Masters is, but it's Hawthorne prices, so it's not like Vietnamese food at all. Uh, Lame. Mm. I hate Hawthorne. Yeah. Said Lockie, Mulch Cahey. Yeah, said Lockie, (laughs) Mulch (laughs) Cahey. We should do and so actually look at that. Item and B on the back. item Let's B on again. the agenda is repeat after everyone what they say oh, for an hour, <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> Good luck editing this. Just start again. <laughs> yeah, I think generally so. might edit that last bit out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Been, actually been a while since I've had to cut something. Yes. Nice work. Lots yes. I just want to let the listeners know that I've just had vocal cord surgery. So I'm going to fade in and out of this episode. And <laughs> I need to rest my voice periodically. Yeah, fair enough. So I will let you know where I'm going to rest. Go for it. I'll rest for a period of time mm-hmm. and then I'll come back and talk. Beautiful. Just like Holwyn is fading in you. <laughs> and here I am back in. Despite your recent vocal surgery, your dial is still far lower than everyone else's on the soundboard. Yeah, it's because I'm powerful. And every time you talk, a little red light comes up saying... Does it really? Yeah. Can I see that? No. Shout shout into it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Are we we back now? We've gone through which lockies we've got. We've gone through which other people we've got. Um, Let's talk about what's been going on because it's been a month or so since we've last cast. Mm. Gentilly, we haven't heard from you in a long time. Tell us how much Asia Sigma you haven't been playing. I have been playing only Warcry. Um, that's, so, that's like that's counts though. The name is Why I'm Age of Sigma. Are you fiddling okay. with a limited edition out of production model? Yes. And just like bending it and getting grease oh, all over it and, and stuff? Drilling holes in your <laughs> mat. I'm going to put this on my mat. Um, Sam's Matt. I was. I'm not anymore. Um, yeah, I've been playing a bit of Warcry. Um, Sweet. Which warband? Um, Daughters of Cain. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play. Fresh. What's your What's your What's your comp? What are you running? Oh, I don't know. I just put some stuff down. Yeah. What stuff did you put down? Couple snakes. Couple. Couple snakes. Slaughter. Strong. Yeah. Okay, couple. Cool. Um. Can I shooty yeah, snakes okay. or stabby snakes? Stabby. Oh, the shooty snakes are a pain in the butt. Yeah, shooty snakes are really good. Oh, right, really shooting good. is good. Like yeah. it, the game yeah, is shooting not designed. The game is to, yeah, shooting's a bit too strong. But it was yeah, it was it's a good game. Lots of fun. Speaking of Warcry, have you seen Jacob's Warcry board that he's building? Fucking hell, Jacob Berry, man of my it's dreams. Three D one. So is it, it stands up rather. Well, it's flat. it's like designed oh. to be played vertically. Yeah, yeah. How does that even work? So it's it looks. Like a, it's like a cliff edge with all this like. Um, scaffolding and platforms on it. That's cool. So if you think like a old school like eighties fucking side scroller yeah. Mario game or whatever, yeah. where you're just bouncing up on all these platforms. Yeah. Yeah, like that. That's awesome. But without controllers and with Warcraft figures. So is it the same size yeah. as a same a, dimensions but just vertical? Oh, yeah. that's cool. This looks so sweet. Yeah. Aptly named the Cliffs of Insanity. I can't wait to see it at CanCon. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be sick when he brings that over for CanCon. Wow. 
Mm, but yeah, I've been enjoying it. It's a good game. Good game system. I, it's similar to the way they make Warhammer Quest in that you cash in dice to do certain stuff. And that Warhammer Quest is a great game. Um, well, the 40k one that I've played anyway. Um, it's really fun. But yeah, I really like the system. It's cool. Yeah, sick. Is that, is that all your Sigmas? Pretty much. I've been waiting. I haven't been doing any painting of Sigmas. I've been doing lots of painting, but not of Sigmas. You've been painting Star Wars? Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. That's Star Wars. Oh, no, Legion. Star- not actually. Legion's nice. Yeah. So I've been doing quite a bit of painting, but rumor has it, Sam Morgan. Mm-hmm. Morgan Sam. Sam of the Morgan. Um, that high elves are coming. Yes. And you sounded so serious when they said that. <laughs> and... My paintbrushes, my body is ready. My paint scheme is ready. My paintbrushes are ready. I understand that a Zinch High Elf jewel box is coming. Oh. Sometime early in the new year. Oh. Have you, has anyone seen High Elves? Mm-mm. No. Do you think they'll look more like the Warcry Chaos dudes or do you think they'll look more like the Lotherny High Elves that we've seen? I think the they'll look like... Um, <laughs> and I think they'll you know the Kenothi that came out for yeah for that'd be cool. Oh my! So that Lord. that is the, Weird that low like, hawks. No, 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 not the aesthetic. That posing and that kind of like really Dynamism, like yeah. like elf turned up to eleven. So the, yeah. the ears are really long and the eyes yeah. are like really pointy or whatever. Yeah. Warcraft style elves. Yeah, but yeah. but like super. It'll be like high elves turned up to eleven. Yeah, because I but would in that posing really dynamic. I would do a whole Kenoth. Army, if they ever turn that warband into an army, mm-hmm. holy shit balls with the with the goat legs and the that's called cent- a centaur. No, no, that's no, called centaur's a- different to the goat leg. Goat guy. leg is called a fawn. Satyr. Oh, I don't. Well, I wasn't really listening. I was looking at the phantom draft. Oh, um, um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> with the lions and all. Really oh man, the lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, um, that I would paint the shit out of that army. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, that would yeah. be cool. But yeah, I think I think. Well, what was the Warhammer Weekly rumor? Not rumor, like suggestion. They were like having really, really vibing high elf giants <laughs> from Hish. High elf giants. High elf giants from Hish. Yeah, like the light elves, except they're giants. Oh, <laughs> that would be like the answer to Titans in 40k, right? Yeah. Like an army just full of giants. Yeah, that would be... You have like three of them for your army. And would they count as like 20 models for an objective or something? Yeah, something like that. All I want... But no GW would be like, they count as 11. So they just drop the piece. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, definitely how GW work. But I would... um, I really want new Elven Cavalry. Mm -hmm. That looks really... I think, I think they'll do Because they've taken All the high off dragon stuff And the high off dragon yeah, princess order stuff Yeah, Order Draconis All out. got taken out Of the mixed order stuff Of yeah. the uh, Sigma yep. Sigma Ooh. But they kept All the Order Serpentis yep. All the, like, all the, the stuff dark they're stuff. not expanding Yeah, so I'm pretty sure And there's no real They're the same vintage of models And, yep. and rules so Arguably no, some of them Are nicer as well Yeah, correct yeah. So there's no real reason To keep the dark elf stuff But not the high off stuff Unless they're going to be Redoing the high off stuff So I think it's going to be Dragon focused Because they've even kept the Phoenix art stuff and the phoenixes that's all in cities for Sigma. Oh. So what you'll get is like the equivalent of uh Achillean like guard or Morsar guard whatever the yeah. eels. Yeah, yeah. Like really life like dragon fly-ish or something like yeah. they'll be yes. dragon cavalry. You won't get horses, which I'm really surprised at them giving the chaos knights horses. Like chaosy horses, but still horses. First horses we've seen in Sigma. Yeah. I think we'll talk more about the chaos stuff later, but yeah, True. I think because that's what I wanted in 8th edition Is I wanted monstrous cavalry dragon riders 
Um, but War they're good in beard style. They're good yeah. in Kings of War, so you can uh, buy them for that too. Yeah. Not that I play Kings of War. Version three's just dropped. Apparently, it's really good. Yeah, I've, I have friends that play. Oh, you've Kings got of friends War. that do a podcast, Direct Misfire. Yeah, they love a bit of Kings of War. Shout them out. Yeah, so that sounds like it's um, self-contradictory. It also well, doesn't sound like a Kings of War term. It sounds suspiciously like a Warhammer Eighth Edition term. Well, because you would so mm. often write a roll a direct hit with a misfire. Yeah, and you're like, fuck, almost like one in three, eighteen times. No, nah, because they were two on the dice. I'm pretty sure. No, nah, so there was, there was there two, two hits. So, oh, yeah, so one, one in three yeah, and sure. one in six are hitting a misfire. Yep. Oh, that's so. But so you'd almost always do it one every eighteen times. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, be ninety percent of the time. Yeah. It works every time. But they're the ones you remember. It's just you'd always the, the like the hit dice would stop rolling first and then yeah. yeah. But so that's great podcasting. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that's exciting. So I'll talking be talking about dice. Talking about rolling dice is almost as good as having a stream where you roll dice. Yeah. We should have a stream where we roll dice. Maybe that we could do the master stream. We'll just have a dice box and we'll put the dice I'll box. I'll do it on, on my stream. phone. And we'll get Rob Symes to commentate on it. Oh, yeah, awesome. he loves that, right? I love him. Said Lockie Mulch, Kahi. Yeah, otherwise and that would have been him. weird. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Nick loves him too. I do. Smoggin, you've been hobbying up a storm. Yeah, I've been doing lots, lots on the orcs and goblins for CanCon. O and G. O and G. So they're looking likely. Um, that I'll change the list up so it's just fewer models. So it's every time I redraft, it's less optimized, but more likely to be painted in time. Mm. Yeah, um, how are you yeah, painting that? Fine uh, with a paintbrush and, oh. and exquisitely <laughs> well, might I add. Um, That's how he's painting I'm, them. I'm putting, in, I'm putting in hours. So just um, show me pictures. Working on a couple of models. What colors are you using? Uh, the two spot, <laughs> the ones that are made out of paint. The two spot colors for the army are a turquoise and a yellow. Oh. Um, and those sort of appear in all the regiments and then everything else is like natural colours. The mm. basing is like a swamp basing. Um, nice. I've actually, my partner just got me a light box. And Business partner tripod, or life partner? Life partner. Okay. A, um, a tripod and a um, thing. So that's freaking awesome. So now I can actually take some nice photos of them. Yeah. I've been finding it to be a bit of a struggle. It's Show like me. a troll I did last week. On your, on your two megapixel camera? Yeah, my camera is literally two megapixels. Oh, that is sexy. Yeah. So they're all converted. Like every single model in the army is pretty extensively converted. Yep. Um, the basing is taking like a week because I do thin layers of the water effect. And then when you get to like the third, fourth and fifth thin layer, you use a um, toothpick and you just do like little ripples, ripples in it or whatever once it's been drying for a few hours. And it's just like, you got to have the alarm set. You got to be on top of it. It's just really good. I'm really enjoying it. That sounds um, fucking I know, annoying. I know That's so lit. I, I love know there's that like so finishing products you can use to put on top when you've already done the water. But I found that the versions of that I looked at, it always looked like it was foamy, but water sometimes is moving without there being actually yep. little bubbles in it. And, and you go on swampy water, right? Yeah, You're not right. going yeah, like yeah, spray. Right. So the water has different inks washed through it. And then in the recesses, so say like it's going into a bit where um, there's a bit of rocks or whatever, I've used a thin purple ink there, just like tracing it. Mm. And it looks like a shadow in the water, not mm. on top of the water, if that makes Ooh. sense. Yeah, so stuff that Ooh. only I only stuff that stuff that only I will ever notice. But, but I fucking know I've done it, so yeah. I look and go, yeah. That's what I want. Um, That's the best. Yeah, exactly. Because so, then there's going to be like one motherfucker like 10 years down the track that looks at it and he's like, man, these bases are cool. I'm going to look at, what the? F- yeah, it's like look an Easter egg. Ripple. It's yeah. like an Easter egg sort of thing. So that's cool. Um, but so, this this week I've been doing master stuff because I mm. had to paint two dogs. Oh, two dogs and two stressful. gyrocopters. That's really stressful. Oh, gyrocopters suck to paint. I just got the 40K 
death copters. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're all right. You just had them lying around from your old demon army? I had, no, no, these are different ones. <laughs> I mean, Where um, you were using them as plague droids? Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing around with OSL stuff yep. and, and glowing stuff, and that's been really fun. Um, now, when you do OSL, do you do that the light is bleeding or do you think about the reflections of where the light is? Because when you look at OSL in real life, what actually happens is the colour changes. Yes. So you might like go onto this green here, right? Yeah. And you would think, oh, well, it's whatever colour the source is, but it's actually the combination of the source. And the colour. That's where it just fucks with my head. Yeah. It, These um, are the things that keep me up at night. Do you, do you think about that as well? Like angles? Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I've got uh, like That's a patch sick. of red armour yeah. and I've got like a purple light, but there's going to be like the... Top reflection, but then the bottom reflection. You got to think about the color combinations and yep. colors, the angles that the lights going on. But then also, yeah, you got to think about the overall composition of the model mm-hmm. in terms of the. Hang on, give that. In terms of your light has to be brighter yeah. than the rest of the model, otherwise that, it doesn't work. That's mm-hmm. that's the toughest part, right? Is getting knowing where the light's hitting, then making the underlayers um, really bright. And then either glazing it or, or going, um, adding color into the highlights. So, like, I've been doing um, like lightsabers and stuff, but it, um, it's a really, it's an interesting, interesting and fun thing to do um, and to add to your painting repertoire. Yeah, I've, I see, actually, I see a lot of um, lightsabers. So, like, people that are wearing like, People get it really hard because it's really hard to get it really wrong or get the balance wrong most often when they're doing OSL onto like white cloth or something. Mm-hmm. Because then you put almost any color in pigment is going to be darker. Yeah. And so it looks really strange. Yeah. Uh, you can't brighten up white. No, exactly. And so what you have you to do then is, is like take the exact same color combination, but then just darken the, the rest of the entire model a whole bunch. So yeah. that your light color is the lightest color. Yeah, and also, yeah, you've got to not just do zenithal type highlights. Mm-hmm. You've got to highlight from the direction of the the light source rather than yeah from the top down. That panel looks sick. Mm. Dragon scales. That took me a whole night, and I was just like fucking sitting there doing little scales. And yeah. then I'm on this site now called Evia Metal on oh. Facebook. Yes, fucking hell, it's a very so, good, very yeah. good place. <laughs> I was doing these scales, and I spent a whole night doing scales. Maybe longer, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I jump on and someone's done using exactly the same technique, a farseer and the light, um, the, the color changes as the pattern moves down and it's seamless. Yeah. And it's, you just like look at it and you're like, no matter how much work you put in, there's someone out there doing something that's like more detailed and more complicated and whatever. It's cool. Yeah, always but always, fish. yeah. yeah like all... you look at some of the, um, and I wouldn't even call them like miniature painters, but some of the Polish artists that, mm-hmm. that use three-dimensional Art- artists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, canvases like the one the one that came up recently was super impressive was of a it was a little bit bigger in scale go on bit, pronounce the person's name oh no i forget who it was it was katarina someone katarina oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no she's amazing mm-hmm. um ski <laughs> something like that um and it was like a, a I follow french knight i have i follow with, one person on insta and that's her yeah right yeah is that weird no that's hot <laughs> no she's coming to melbourne actually running a class oh whereabouts house of war oh. there's a it's only two places or two weeks ago there were two places left in the craft world studios classes and oh. she's part of that yeah cool i'm gonna do a class next year that's gonna be on my hobby list mm. fuck yeah i'll do it 
Yeah, sweet. Those were the days. I want to learn metals. So metals is my, my biggest weakness, my biggest flaw. Like true metallic? No, just, just painting metal generally. So I've gotten rid of the GW metals because the pigment in them is really it's, shit. Like it splits just, really yeah, quickly. Yeah, it splits. That's right. So oh, I've replaced... It's really chunky as well. Scale 75, see you next, boys. I went with Vallejo and they're pretty good. Vallejo metal colour. Yeah, Vallejo yeah. metal colour. That's what I went with. I now mix my metallics with non-metallics mm-hmm. and to highlight... non-metallic metallics? What? Yes, to make non-metallic metallic. Is that like how you do non-colour? Yeah, so you can control the, the darkest colour really well yep. and go through to the highest highlight really well. And it's a kind of a combination of, of the two. Because okay. metallic paints are really good and really useful, but you don't get good control over the shades and the highlights. And mm-hmm. um, So with a like a, a silver colour or a, a metal steel colour, I normally mix in Eshin Grey as the yep. base. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then yeah, add Oath One Grey to the highlight. Like use Lead Belcher mm-hmm. and then mix I in. Lead Belcher. Yeah, it, it splits. Paint. But I've got like three pots of it at home, mm-hmm. so I want to get through You've it before. It. Mm-hmm. Um, and then put in the whatever the chainmail equivalent colour is now, I can't remember. And and add up through the. Mithril Silver. Well, Mithril's a top one. Yeah. Oh, that used to be the top one. No, but it's Rude Fang Steel now on the GW yeah. paints. No, but Vallejo Metal Colour was incredible. Like I'd only ever used GW. Uh, metals and then I used uh, from from your, your boy Vince Venturella yeah. recommended metal color and I was like I'll give it a shot they're like 12 bucks a bottle here it's like yeah. super expensive worth it worth it worth it changed my life like I only have three of them the copper which dried up on me really quickly and uh, it was shit so mm-hmm. put it in the bin um, but the steel and the aluminium so steel is one of their darker metals and aluminium is one of their brightest and I just mm. use mixes thereof yeah. so Good yeah. and like it almost, it's to the point where it gives such a good finish that you almost don't need to do anything to it afterwards. Yeah, because it actually just has metallic shine. So you have you just create shadows and heart like you know you just base coat it with it and it's you dumb. sort of accentuate. You could, you it. could, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. I um mm. I've been using a few Vallejo just um matte colors mm-hmm. and I'm finding them. Better than the. How good a dropper bottle, say? Oh, so Because <laughs> when you're going to do. That's the main thing for me. How like, is it 2019 and mm-hmm. Workshop are still not using dropper bottles? No, but you know what my favorite thing is? They, <laughs> they, they think they just released the little like 3D printed like rubber thing. So your pots, so don't, that your fall pots don't fall over. So they've created a problem and then they've created sold you the solution to that problem instead of just fixing the problem. That is excellent, Mark. <laughs> it's what, so good. What about the undercoating handle thing? Yes! Like, has no one heard of blue tack and a ruler? Or like, <laughs> like so good. Some other piece of wood slash metal? Uh, <laughs> like, they're just three. like, you know what you, know what you need? A pizza box that so you handle. just put the models on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's incredible. But Have like, you got three? No. <laughs> people, people just buy it. It's I've great. got like about five or six wooden rulers. Yeah. With different colours that I use on each, yeah. and then a heap of blue tack. How yeah. about the really assembly? You know, they've got the butt plugs that you can hold the models on. I've got like seven of those. Yeah, oh, yeah. But they've got the assembly good, one. Yeah. But they've got the assembly one, yeah, which has a bunch of like arms. bionic arms. Yeah, yeah. It's, that actually is fucking awesome. I've got one because it's stuff so falls off. Like it's really? good for holding it. Yeah, holding it. It actually in place. holds it in place properly. It uh-huh. It's really oh, good. Okay. See, I just drill out and pin stuff. Yeah, to I've been box. pinning like an, a mofo. I just so, I don't use PVA to glue my models together. So no, 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 not together. If you want to paint in sub-assembly, so I just drill a hole in the bit that's going to be glued or whatever, and then put a like thing in and pin it into a. I bought a good drill Ooh, recently and it's look investment. at me. I'm so good. Pants. I drill yeah. shit. I drill as well. I just hold it on the sprue and then 
take it off and put it on. Some the people thing. paint off the sprue. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I couldn't be. I can't I couldn't be fucked going back. What over happens the when? Yeah, I was gonna say you got to clip it off. Like, what do you yeah, do? You then? just touch it up. Yeah, but it's like such a pain. I hate yeah. going back over stuff. How do you clean the mold lines? Oh wait, you don't. Mold lines? Fuck mold lines. I don't care. Oh, I clean mold lines. I clean mold lines. I find well. it really satisfying. You watch no, because I'm too OCD. Just a heads if up, like, whoever's. Uh, if I was going to clean mold lines. I would judging. Take Three painting. hours to clean a single miniature. Whoever's yeah. judging painting at CanCon, make sure you check out all the sweet, thick, thick mold lines on Danny's army. Is it? How do you? Oh spell no! Since I said that, I've cleaned them on this army. So, how do you spell? So you're a hypocrite. Now I'm a hypocrite. No, but I just had to. Yeah. T h i c c c. That's how I would. Yes, three c's definitely. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So, it's um. Very exciting getting ready for CanCon, even though I'm not doing it this year. And I'm excited <laughs> because I'm not painting 80 fucking witch elves mm-hmm. over my oh, entire exciting. summer Ooh. break. So you, yeah. you're not coming up to Canberra at all? or you? No, I can't. I So I missed the cutoff um, for CanCon. You, you can easily get tickets. Yeah. It's because you're tickets changing. A, no, the, changing. So one excuse, right. invalid. Yeah, well, I, no, I missed excuse the, number one is invalid. I missed the, the cutoff, and so I was going to go to a different event. Not a relevant earlier. point. And okay, then, no, move on to your next excuse. Yeah. Then there was a wedding, and then I'm... No, 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 no. Now no. I'm starting a new job Okay, that's fair enough. So, so are you going to the wedding? Can't I am week, going to the As wedding. in the week like leading up to or, or after? The week leading up to. But his practice would work on the week. Yeah, so you... Yeah, the Saturday. Smart people set their wedding when there's no wedding. How long's the flight to Canberra? It's not my wedding. It might be Lockie's wedding. <clears throat> it's 60 minutes. I'm flying. It's, it's an hour mm. to Canberra. So you can get there on Sunday and then fly some, like, back Sunday night. Yeah, but then and I'll you'll have a really nice relaxing holiday but then after mi- your first stressful week at the new job. But mm. I'll miss all the games, right? You can, no, you, you'd see some of the games on Sunday and you then you vote, can join in the You can vote for favourite army and you can be oh, on the mega cast. The mega cast. Yeah. The mega cast. Um, maybe I can just tune into the mega cast sure. remotely. <laughs> You've never tuned into an episode before. Why would you start then? No, like talking, not listening. Like on, on the last episode, <laughs> there was listener questions and they were asking all these footy questions and you weren't here. Can we re- rehash them? <laughs> <laughs> ask me one, ask me one. Um, what do you think of Carlton's emerging what? midfield group? Why are Melbourne Victory so bad? Well, Wrong sport. <laughs> well, I, Melbourne Victory is so bad because they have no midfield, which ties into Carlton's emerging midfield group. I think. Do Carlton's, they have one? Carlton's emerging midfield Is group. it emerging? Cross, I think it's overrated. Cross, or is it just cross Crips sport and parallels? Trends. Cross sport um, parallels in a non sport podcast. This is it's, amazing. It's <laughs> Crips and Friends. What do you mean a non sport podcast? Is I'm in the wrong I think spot. The, Crips is gone. The bloke they got at one. Walsh is good. Walsh is going to be a really good player. I don't know that Kerno's able to play a full season. And he's no. just injured himself. And he's going to play full. again. Kerno, yeah, yeah, it's just read on the knee. Oh, Slipped over on some tiles or something. Yeah, which I... Bullshit. I think at the club. Yeah, I think bro. it's a bit bullshit yeah. because you you cannot snap your patella no. slipping on tiles. You have to fall onto your patella. Yep. You can't slip on... T- oh, it was like tiles of stairs or something. I don't know. Yeah. If he slipped he and hit it. About it anyway. I'm recovering from a PCL at the moment. I'm oh, doing, what happened? Um, I just basketball. I'm oh. doing um, like lots of grandpa weights. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like strengthening around the muscle and doing heaps of work strengthening my hips. Oh, yeah. Hips is the way to go. Forget yeah. the knee stuff. Just do your yeah. hip stuff. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, the knee will look after itself. That's exactly what the doctor said. Yeah. It's almost like you work in, in the medical sort of profession. Yeah, it's almost like... It's almost like you're Sam's doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> well, Whoa. I could be if you want. No, but seriously though... <laughs> This is the 2020 is the year of the bulldog. Tell you what. I think so. Josh Bruce coming into the, the front line there. Alex Keith in defense. And then a bunch of good picks. Mm-hmm. Oh. Two you know, we've already got the best midfield in the competition. Two so. words for Danny. Yellow and black. 
That's <laughs> three words. Yellow and black. <laughs> I really hope Richmond, the whole football club, oh, just catches on. That wasn't me segueing to Richmond. <laughs> that was me ending the AFL discussion. Oh, yeah. Into oh. an abyss. Yeah, I hope, th- I hope there's a big sinkhole that opens Speaking up. Speaking of, what do you think about uh, the, Irish, the Irish Essendon player who played Gaelic football in the offseason? Helped oh. his home team win, but... Didn't ask Essendon if he could play. I he think, can't be doing that. I think it was very silly. That, like, what if he does his knee? He's yeah. out for 12 months. It's very You've silly. You've got to pay him. AFL, you have to pay your contracts. Yeah. Like. Very, yeah, very Yeah, and, and, but, but then he came out with like, or his reasoning for it was that like, you know, they, they got me to where I am and like, I feel like I really owe them. It's the culture no, in mate. my hometown. Yeah. No. I feel like he made a convenient excuse for it. And <laughs> same reason professional sports players are like, aren't allowed to go skiing. In yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, that's true. Like, it's not like... It's about compromises. It's not like you're getting paid a small amount. You're getting paid a lot of money uh-huh. to be a professional sportsman. It's a lot of money, yeah. You Average AFL salary is like 300k. Yeah, it's quite Average. A yeah. Look, the lowest end's not that much. It's less than 100, but... And then yeah, right. really high. The thing is, it's a massive variance. And he's not a bad player. So if you were like it. a shit player in a yeah. pretty bad team, would you be on like 60, 70k? Uh, I think the rookie list, yeah, the lowest like, is about 80. About 80,000. But if Fuck. you're at a club like Gold Coast where everyone sucks, they still have to pay 92% of the cap. Yeah. So they're still going to be paying people 800, 900 yeah. a mil, even though they're shit. Because oh my God. To. And that's why they front end contracts. So they get a kid in and they're like, yeah. oh yeah, we'll pay you up front because then they're they down leave. the track when you're good. Um, you know, we've already paid. Yeah, but it's like, well, they just leave. Yeah, totally. Mm. I've heard they're trying to crack down on that as well because everyone's just like, I'm going to go to the Gold Coast and then I'm going to leave. Uh, Hohen looks like he's loving this chat. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Lucky Mulch Cahey. I, I love, love football chat. too. Oh, I like Richmond. Yeah, yellow and black. I like Richmond and mushrooms. Danny, hobby. Hobby. What's that? Mm, that was Danny by the way. Let's <laughs> <laughs> some bread with the beer can opening. Yeah, he does. Brad used to hold it into the microphone and open the beer can. Wow, wow! Lockie's new C A S T. Smogan's going to post something on Twitter right now. Oh, what is that it? Is straight fire. Lockie's anyway, while he does me. that, um, <laughs> so when you're listening to this, go back in time three days. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh please, could that be the episode cover? Can we describe it? Because this is not very. Yeah. Good okay. All right. So it's t- oh, here. All right. <laughs> It's, so, it's 20 goblins, but they identify a, as 10,000 goblins. The, 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 it's on a phone screen, which is really cracked. <laughs> the podcast hasn't and started well. There's, so a, we white, well there's a white background in the top left-hand corner. It's slightly darker as if they haven't appropriately color, like color graded and lit their light box. Uh, and the top right-hand corner is the same. You can even see fold in the light box. There's a small uh, fingerprint sub button on the right-hand side underneath the cracks. I almost missed that. Uh, the rest of the background is pretty adequate. And um, <laughs> Nick's about to murder me. Carry on. Carry on. No, seriously, carry on. <laughs> actually, actually do. Carry on. So it's, it's 20 oh, goblins. Don't get worried when you say that, Nick. Mm-hmm. All with placarded signs protesting, protesting meat-eating. <laughs> it's the best But they're not painted yet We know goblins love a, love a good mushroom mm, True Portobello? I think Lockie's the or new dweller's goblin Shiitake Definitely shiitake Yeah Shiitake oh, I did some hobby, guys Yeah um, I'm before. painting spaceships 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 For the neon cyberpunk flying dwarves mm, They look sick 
Kirk. Uh, yeah, there's a spaceship, and I hope I want to change the list up and put another spaceship in there. Spaceship, but I don't know if I can because I have a buttload of scenery to paint. I'm going to rest my voice for a bit now. By the way, well, okay, rest your voice. I was going to say, yes, are you in the same part of the hobby denial where, you, like Smorgan, where you're dropping models out of your list as the tournament gets closer? No, to- I'm, I'm just abandoning plans to make the list more competitive. That's exactly what I'm um, because I already painted like for, like allies like the fire slayer allies already painted them to a really high standard. I'm really proud of the models. They're terrible in game. I just played oh, but they're just awful. Nick today. Yeah, and they fucking and they do they do nothing. Hopeless. So it's, that's a bit sad. But I do have 57 days, 13 hours, and five minutes until I leave for CanCon. So the realities of that mean that, and also with a show coming up this month in the Gold Coast, I like I just have no time. So I've just got to do the do the things that I planned on doing. You know, I also have to work out how to fit my display board into your car with all of us. I have to, I have to make it like flat packable, right? It's a pretty large car. Two foot by two foot. Yeah. By three foot. Is it actually a cube? It's two foot by two foot by three foot. Yeah. As long as it's a square box. I'll see if I'll see what I can do about it. Do you have a trailer? No. I could sit in the trailer and I'll put my display board in the comfiest child seat with seatbelts and cushions all around it. <laughs> and then I'll lie in a trailer for eight hours to Canberra. I reckon we'll put it in Joe Pagano's lap. Oh my God, no. Please don't do that. Joe, I love you, but no. <laughs> okay, rest over. How many, um... <laughs> really Aww. good resting. I'm proud of you. Your doctor would be too. How many models in your army? Oh, I not not that many. I I have what thirty battle line, and then ten, forty, like about sixty. And how many are painted? I have <laughs> six models to go. And you can't get that done in fifty-two days. The models, sure, yeah. Display the display board. board is another another. Oh. Time. And last year I, I came to Gamecom without a display board, yeah. and I was just. And I that's just, why I was you didn't win anything. Hot hot tip: No one looks at display board anyway. <laughs> So That's true. Don't That's even true. worry about it. Yeah. Have you seen the film Blade Runner? Uh, the original? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, what Danny's like display board looks like. I wouldn't bother. No one's going to look at it. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for the uh, vote of confidence. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, mean I would look at it, but... No, but I'm going to look at it. And I set myself this goal and I gave myself plenty of time. So I think mm. it's doable in the 60 days. Mm. Um, the problem is, is, yeah. is it just going to draw attention to all the bits of your army that weren't quite finished yet? Like the banners. Uh, actually, I've, I've conveniently enough chosen an army that has no fucking banners. Mm. So no, no free hand points? Every model has free hand. Is it just free hand writing on like their backs? There's uh, free hand like writing on their um, like chest plates of armor. On the there's e- tattoos. Uh-huh. There's different like uh, veins and stuff in the skin. When you people. do the tattoos, yeah. do you mix in... The highest highlight color Mm-mm. with the tattoo color, and then paint them on. Or do you? Just I'm gonna go I'm gonna off? take this hobby question yeah. and then handball it. Football reference over to Smorgan. <sighs> he knows all about it. Left-handed or right? I'm also handball. doing tattoos at the moment. Oh. I'm painting a um, ogre frost lord on Thunder Tusk. Oh. However, I'm not using a Thunder Tusk. I'm using a different model. You you always love a different uh-huh, model. Correct. Um, you want to hit those tattoos. Mm. With a combination of the tattoo color and the mid-tone. The mid-tone, not the, 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 not the mid-tone, highlight. that's right. And then mm. if, for instance, you wanted to sharpen your tattoos, yeah. you would hit the edges with pure mid-tone and then you can highlight up. Then yeah. when your tattoo is finished, if you look at it and you think to yourself, that looks a bit like wall paint, 
you'd hit it with a super thin glaze, which is oh. like medium and mid-tone, but maybe like 15 bits medium to one bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Light glaze, yeah, yeah. And then you'd put it over your thumbnail and when it's translucent, you know that it's the right consistency. Yeah. And then rub that, that all over the, the tattoo. Good That's Fucking the good nailed gear. it. That's the good nailed it. The I've never put paint on my thumbnail ever. I always Fucking do now. I, I, yeah. Morgan with the <laughs> only, knowledge bombs. I only did that for... Um, Oh, no, actually, no, Richard Gray, that guy that mm-hmm. you tagged me in. I just patroned him for a while just to get a couple of techniques because I love his stuff. Yep. And he Where do you does see his, his non-metallic medals like that. Mm-hmm. So he'll like work it onto and like get the consistency on his thumbnail mm-hmm. and then just paints everything with that consistency. So it's like a next level wet palette. Yeah, but it's not wet or so a palette. A lot but of it this- regenerates. Yes. yes. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. To, so instead of and having to throw it out, have to ever clean it, it just grows. Yeah, and then instead of having to throw it out, off. you just wait. So you're looking so that you can see the color, but your nail underneath, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so, you, so that because, like, say it's a little bit too thick, and then you put it over this freehand that you've just spent oh, like right. 10 hours yeah. on, you're going to go and blow your brains out. Yep. Yeah. Like, How does that work with my nail polish? You, um, no, it'll work fine. It'll work mm-hmm. fine with your nail polish. Yeah. yeah. Nail it, or nail polish. Yeah. but you, Unless you have black nail polish, in which case, yeah. It's just a really dark flesh, emo army. No, flesh-coloured nail polish. Just on your one thumb. Yeah. But the, it, you will get a wrong colour because if your nail polish is a colour and then you put another colour on top, it'll yeah, be it'll a look com- different. combination of the two colours. If you want an easy mode tattoo approach, just say, for instance, you're not confident, you don't have enough mm. time, um, you know, you're, you're just, you're lacking, mm. you're lacking the... Willpower to do 10 hours on a freehand. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Lars does a really good YouTube tutorial he's just released recently for his ogres. Mm. Nice. Oscar Lars. Check L A R S. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He's just, he's had that studio for ages, but I've just seen him around recently, like, like having some big social media presence. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Mm. I've been doing a little bit Not of freehand recently. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's an amazing painter, but I just don't like this the style, style in which yeah, he paints. He's, he's or, very much or him personally. Him personally. Oh, no, we have no, no, a very deep, loving, romantic no, no, relationship. He's just got the cartoon style rather than the gritty. Oh, he sounds like Mike Cup of That's tea. right. That's why I Actually, you, yeah, it to you. Yeah, you vibe it so hard. Do I go on Instagrams? Uh, he's probably on Instagram, but I think it's called like Studio Oscar Lars. Oscar Lars. I'm going to look it up right now. It's good. And the YouTubes are super accessible. It's really easy to watch and follow. Okay, let me have a look. Where is search? This is such good podcasting. This is the first time I've looked at Instagram in about seven weeks. Looking at things on our phones and talking about Studio. them on a podcast is a dweller's classic. Oh, right. how we, we built the brand on this sort of stuff. I'm going to look at a really oh, funny it's... picture of Chris Cousins on my phone <laughs> just right now. Hang on, wait. I'm just about to look at it. You ready? <laughs> We're talking about phones. Mine was snapped in half recently. Uh, my your good kid, one, not your, my bad one. Your kid is really strong. Yeah, no, he he over his knee. Like, <laughs> did he just karate chop it between two bricks? We're or? on the first floor in an apartment building, and he just threw it like it took a fifteen meter. Yeah. I know you were. crushed <laughs> crushed it in his hand like Terry Crews. Nick was at my house at six a.m. the other day, creeping, taking photos of the windows. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird, right? Super weird. Why but hang on, can that? we just go back like five seconds? Yeah, sure. We get right back to this. <clears throat> I should have made this clearer for you, Nick. Crushed it in his hand like Terry Crews does as himself in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which oh. I have now watched. Oh, oh yeah! Nine-Nine! Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. The your sex tape. Oh, here we go. Instagram. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> oh, my God. You've only just found Instagram now. Yeah. Wait. 
tweet. So anyway, my phone got snapped and the replacement is like a Nokia 3310 and it's got Snake One and it's got yes. a two megapixel camera. And when you take a photo or something, it just comes up as a group of squares. It's two pixels. Large pixels. Yeah, two megapixels. This is before megapixels was actually a term. They're yeah, just they're two really just big the, pixels. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how the company gets away with marketing it as a two megapixel camera. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's just two two colors. His stuff's really nice. Yeah, he's really good. And the, like I good, say, yeah. the, the YouTube stuff's really cool. Danny and just he's got has a no cool, taste. Um, Swedish accent. And he's from Richmond, Swedish Virginia. Swedish accents are the best. You know, if you live in Richmond, Virginia, is all your clothing yellow and black? Um. So anyway, bit, that that the, uh, do you buy it from Country Road? You must. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they make oh, cheese no. in Richmond, Virginia? I'm telling you he's Swedish. He's definitely got a Swedish accent. Yeah, but he might also live in Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he speaks like this? That's how my cousin speak. Is your cousin from Sweden? Well, there we go. Problem solved. Racist accents. The lifeblood of the Dwellers yeah, Below. Also Dwellers Classic. <laughs> Did you have topics? Like this is like we weren't even going to do an dribble. introduction. This is we been are, an hour. We've almost done longer than the last episode and we haven't hit a topic yet. That's yes. what happens when the talent's in the town. Yeah. Yeah, we're just excited to have you back. I now. thought you were on a break and you weren't going to be talking. I had a break just before. That, and that then you had a break that, looking at, at that, that was the condition yeah. for you being here. Oh, is that right? Okay, I'm going to have another break. Everyone quick talk shit about Nick. Okay, okay my break's finished. Um <laughs> So what I like is the vibrancy of his colours. Yeah, his Stormcast in particular. Yeah, part. yeah, I really like. But that's kind of my my jam that painting. So because I think when you paint miniatures, to me they look funny if they're too realistic. They blend too much into the background. Um, whereas I find if you do them cartoony, they stand out from the table a little bit more because of the distance between. Um, yeah, that's just my personal preference, I guess, and that's why. Those bust painters and stuff. It's for me. It's too much. I don't. Yeah, it's too busy. It's too hard for my brain to comprehend. I like the simpler, more. Do you follow Trent Dennis and stuff? I have seen him recently. Yes, he's, he's in the, Brisbane. Yeah, he's one of the old school yeah. fantasy guys. And yes, he's, he's the guy organizing the painting classes of of uh, Craftworld Studios. Yeah, he's okay. like yep. organizing all that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's gone from, and he used to be like a very good player, and I think he played a lot of War Machine and stuff, but he. I think recently he's absolutely focused on his painting. He was always a good painter, but he's just taken it to the next level. He's doing all these busts and the way he does the lighting on stuff. Like if you talk about object source lighting and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like some of his demons and things are amazing. Yeah, his, it makes sense like why he's getting craft tones. world in. Like um, there's one thing that's actually just continues to blow my mind to this day. Uh, they use it as a bunch of their like marketing and stuff. It's a diorama of a throne room. Um and the back of it is stained glass windows. Yeah. But the and there's no actual light anywhere, but the like they've painted the play of light on the tiles in front of the throne. Yeah. As if the sun is behind these stained glass windows. Yeah. And it just blows my mind. Every time I look at it, I'm just like, oh my god. It's so cool when you see stuff like that. One of my favorite AOS dioramas is Nagash just chilling on a, a couch. Is and that the, the one, the one golden demon? Yeah, the yes. giving him a sword. But then behind him, there's all of these vargeists yeah. and stuff that are like gargoyles almost. They're sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. intertwined and also stone and all of those sorts of things. So, 
That's and the dimensions really of that are really cool as well. It just like gives a feeling of just uh-huh. like emptiness and uh-huh. like the ultimate power of Nagash. Shush. It's sick. It's sick. Mm. No, I did find that super evocative, that that piece. That yeah, piece. yeah, yeah. It's wild. It's when wild. I was looking at sort of inspiration of what to do with my Nagash, I was looking at that. I'm like, um, I'm not going to copy that. That's too good. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Actually, I've got an idea for because I want to actually do follow Trent's footsteps and actually get good at painting single miniatures. Mm-hmm. I've got a real. I've got an idea for a diorama with that anniversary model Space Marine, where he's kind of mm-hmm. like he's got his helmet in his hand and he's just leaning on his knee. Yeah. Um. Oh shit! Yeah, that's lit. Literally lit from beneath <laughs> by red. <laughs> um. Yeah, and just like trying to. I'm, I'm big on trying to evoke a mood or, or I don't know, like a feeling with, mm. with painting. I think mm. that would be really cool if I could succeed at doing that. Hashtag goals for 2020. But if you could get like more than a feeling. More than a feeling. There's a really... um. I really hope that's a song break. <laughs> it <laughs> is now. <laughs> There's a really good YouTuber I've been... Not the song. Just expecting. starting to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy called Miniac. Mm-hmm. Um and he does some really good basic through to advanced stuff, really good yep. tutorials. And he does a lot of experiments with paint to show you like different ways to apply the paint and, and different way different undercoats work and that sort of stuff. So he's he's worth checking out. I have a look. Mm, he is. Mm. What's what's our first topic? I had this idea okay. that fuck the first topic. You <laughs> you and I might just do an army in a day. Cause I've got this this whole thing did, about did undead. You, did you steal that idea? No, I didn't steal it. Who, you did, who did that? Like, oh, Vince did that like yesterday on Twitter. Oh, did, yeah, that. but let's no, no, hear Morgan's idea. This is it. I don't know what that is, but this is definitely <laughs> it's not, different. It's going to be different. Well, basically, it's my way of saying to Danny, let's do this project together. Um, mixed titties. Mixed death. <laughs> Sorry, Nick just sent me. And we hit it with colors from different angles using your fucking airbrush. Yeah. And you do all the models and I do all the bases. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we mash them together. Yeah, I don't pay you one day. Don't. No, I will pay him. That's the whole point. This is a commission. But post CanCon. Yeah, to I'm up for anything post CanCon. All right, sure. Can I come to this day and just paint yes, my own please, shit? Please, please do. That would be great. I would enjoy this. This is when we turn there. Nick's garage into a like, hobby dungeon because we're going to be making tables. Segway. Oh, yeah. Fuck. What are we going to be making tables Fuck for? Yeah. Who knows? Let's go to an ad break and we'll come back and find out. Well, you have been away for a long time. We're better than that now. Uh, Gentilly, do an impromptu thank you to all our Patreon and other social media people. Do we have Patreon subscribers? Oh, you have been (laughs) Clearly, Nick's been seeing all that money. Oh, wow. (laughs) Thanks, Patreon All $3 of it. Thank you, um, um, Elf6922 hashtag for your... He's our latest high-level Patreon subscriber. He's... He's subscribing at the creepster level, um, but any any little bit helps from one dollar all the way to our top level of a thousand dollars a week. Um, any of those levels we really appreciate, but mostly the bigger ones. <laughs> mostly the bigger ones. Like we more money. The more money you give us, Wald Nick, the the better we like you. What, yeah. What Gentilly was talking about before was totally untrue. Like size is all that matters. Yes. Yes. In this case. More money. Yeah. I'm 99% sure that that reference won't make any sense because Nick surely will have edited all that nonsense out. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, true, true, very true. But now true. we can't because we've referenced it. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, so it's you, almost you like if you've far, said something and you don't just, want to just take it leave out. now. So what, what do we actually do with the Patreon money? <laughs> 
Nick's house Does it is even made matter? of diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> do we actually? Do people actually give us money for this? Mm-hmm. Right. Per episode, yeah. right? Or per yes. Or no, it's per word you speak. So you taking these rest breaks is really it's fucking killing me, man. It's killing me. Really the margins, the margins are killing us. I got, I got so an for the pay. last four months. We've been really suffering. Oh, that's a killer. It basically pays for hosting. Ah, oh. for equipment. Yep. And for Nick to go to the strippers. Oh, <laughs> but he goes. They are the he goes three free. tenants of the dwellers below. Um, but we bought this equipment already. No, there's so much replacement stuff here, we have. including oh. all of the the rig, the camera, all that sort of stuff. Oh, did we replace this? this? Not, not the board, but some of the cables have been replaced. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, um, well, thank you for you replacing them. And he didn't even fucking color code them yet. What a douche! Oh. Can we? Um, hey, I've got better equipment than the honest wargamer. <laughs> oh, too soon. <laughs> um, when can we start buying ourselves Warhammer with Patreon money? We can't. Oh, actually, oh. why not? I mean, if you get out there why and not? sell it, sure. Yeah. What if I do painting tutorials with the Warhammer that you buy? Yeah. With what Patreon if, money. What if I do painting tutorials with the Warhammer? And it's that a hex wraith army for mixed death. What if we do? What if we actually let's let this painting sick? By the way, what if me and Nick do like painting tutorials of the same like steps breakdown, but in our individual styles, and yeah. then we put them in a video side by side, narrated by Smorgan. Yeah. It's fucking hot. That's it's actually lit. a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. Like, and you can do the subtitles. I like how next year that... is more of a hobby year for us, right? It's more of a narrative year. Oh, oh, Segway! All right, let's go to an ad break and we'll come back with that. All righty, Smorgan, hit me up with an impromptu thank you for our social media followers. Massive thanks to all of those people who bear with us, who suffer through our social media postings. I noticed... What since, social media do we since have? I've taken, since I've taken the reins of the Twitter recently, our follower numbers have skyrocketed. Tweeto. Um, I've been trying a few little jokes. So I appreciate any sort of uh, feedback on those. Uh, my personal numbers are dropping significantly, but the dwellers' numbers are moving up, so that's mm. good. Um, so just there as, was a, as an example, all of those people that we follow that, that post almost constantly about the British election, um, <laughs> we appreciate you. Thank you. That's great. The people that, that post about impeaching Trump, thank you. We, we appreciate and, and value your views. Um, Simon, Simon Eccles. I, the um, people that post semi-naked women. Um, it's 2019, probably step up, move on. That's an orange. That's definitely an orange card. It's an orange card, 100%. I'm um, in charge of the Dwells Below MySpace. Tom's our only friend. (laughs) So if you want to see what rank you are on our friend list, go to www.myspace.com hashtag forward slash the Dwellers Below slash... Australia You say rules. that You say you're in charge But all you do is Poke someone every three days Oh yeah And it's the same person And it's me Stop it it's Really <laughs> Stop annoying it. And Occasionally invite people To play Pirates versus Ninjas yeah. Alright so today Some of the big names That have followed us Martin Orlando Ooh. Simon or Speckles Ooh. Hadriel Kane David Griffin We'll see you at Nashcon brother David Griffin hey. Is that a real name? Some big names here Brian B.W. Holland This is a, It's a huge name B.W. Holland Isn't he a famous Game designer now? Is he ever? I think he's more famous <laughs> for other things. Oh. But yeah, thanks social media go. followers. Um, and now we're back to the topic of what were you talking about? Um, painting. 
Nice. I've done some painting recently. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were... I was going to say we're up to my hobby, but I don't think we ever really did your hobby, did we? No, yeah, we did. I'm just, I'm just continuing in the CanCon project. It's really fun. I'm getting into weathering a whole bunch. The base for the uh, Ironclad I just finished and just like hit with like um, like seven or eight different types of weathering and I, I think it looks sick. Yeah, I'm it just does, super into it. It's super rusty looks- and old and I kind of want to put a little goblin in there underneath it just like as a little... Little goblins hiding under this, like wrecked out, like a Where's Wally type thing. Yeah, kind of, just to add a little bit of visual interest. But I also kind of like the uh, that it looks a bit desolate. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's just a flat base with like a crushed, a, a broken gun hauler on it. Um, and it kind of, I like it. It looks really empty. Mm. I kind of like, kind of vibe it. Mm. Mm. Anyway, I'm gonna have another rest now. Yeah, good. We're gonna go to the real Nick and talk about his hobby. I've been inspired. In fact, I was inspired. I'm not as inspired now. The Aww. hobby mojo just dropped off again. <laughs> that, well, that one didn't for, last long. For, uh, no, it was a good 10 days. Uh, the Slaves to Darkness preview from Blood and Glory absolutely inspired me. Those models. Oh my God. Are so good. They're, like, they're literally everything I wanted those models to be. They're a great throwback to the really classic Chaos models, but updated with... You know, new sculpting techniques, just more modern. They just look, they look so much better, but they still look like those classic models. I fucking love them. I can't wait. I'm going to spend all my money on stuff. I'm really, I'm really jealous about, of your experience of the last like 10 days, because that's kind of what all of us little like gamey nerds dream of. Mm. Because you're always like, like you with your light elves. And like, mm, I don't know what my dream is now. I want nostalgia, but I also want a new series of Sigma book dynamic yeah. and new right. and modern mm. yeah and so and so you've just had like what everyone hopes for like, like i guess right now i'm like i really want to really desert good dogs yeah exactly oh, like volans venators new yeah, tomb kings new tomb Talk, kings like randy would lose won't happen. His fucking mind and you've just had that so yeah. fucking no, sick yeah That's they awesome. look they're, they're just perfect because they are just new Old Chaos Warriors. Yeah, and the new knights are fucking amazing. Yep. And they're like essential and Warhammer, lances. right? lances. The, yeah. the Chaos Warrior is like, that's that's iconic. Yeah, and that's like, I was worried that they would go sort of to Age of Sigmar on it because the, the yeah. Chaos stuff is, for the most part, still old fantasy stuff with some new additions. Yeah. And I thought they'd just go a little bit Age of Sigmar on it and just just too over the top, too crazy. No. Nah. They've kept it simple. It's perfect. The vibe is the same. It's fucking perfect. I love them. They're the Warhammer iconic that the Stormcast wish they were. I will buy so many of them. Are you going to redo your with whole the Patreon money? Now? Sorry? You're going to do your whole CanCon army with these new Nick's models? not playing yeah. CanCon. There's Sorry. no way. There's no way I'm going to get this he done. So I spent ten, 10 days <laughs> painting Archeon, uh, putting heaps of effort into it, uh, getting it looks really good. Nowhere. It's looking really good. It's a big fucking model. It's like, a big project. Where's, so, Can- where's, where's not Cancon? And um, where's Archeon? It's in the other room. Go look at it. It's eating Maltesers. Have a rest. Um, but you might I'm going to take down. another rest. Go have a look. So yeah, like Hobby Mojo was back, well and truly back. <laughs> hope you. I really hope you heard that. I'm sure that would pick up on the mics. It's good. Um, yeah, it's dropped off a little bit just with the a the enormity of it. B. <laughs> this is great Sweet wings keep talking, bro Keep talking This is a great backdrop To you talking about it But it's um, different pieces Yep It's called sub-assembly Nick No I just build a model And paint it I've never done a big model By the way <laughs> Yeah we can tell There's like three heads here <laughs> <laughs> 
the podcast now consists of Nick shouting things from the other room while we all face palm around the table. Said, when, what's new? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, because it's when Slanesh was lost. So there's no Slanesh. There's no Slanesh one. Oh. Actually, is that why there's no Slanesh yeah, one? Or so is it just because so the sculptor was like, so was four is a really awkward number of heads to have for a cool No, base. no, Slanesh was yes. like locked up at the so time. This was in, yeah, the, right. in the three years where they were like, we're not doing Slanesh anymore because we're going to aim for the sort of like younger Kids. market and boobies don't really do this that. This is when Marathi was um, inside Slanesh and when. In the belly of the beast. And when Tyrion and Teclis had trapped it between the realm of. So you could almost say that she was inside us. The whole time, yes, <laughs> the real Slanesh. <laughs> so have yeah, you, have uh, you also have you read her fluff? She tries to seduce Nagash. Hot. Oh, I haven't read that far. Perhaps we could have that in the. I mean, he's probably got a massive boner. That's what I did there because he's made of bone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep talking about your hobby and why you haven't done any more of it because it's sick, and you've just yeah. got to keep doing it, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna hoping to get back on the wagon because but, also, but also if you if you like make us makes a substantial progress right and you like finish our in the next like month or so imagine you'd have a month you'd have new models out you could just fucking bang them together imagine. you could play and also it's going to be the filthiest filth ever all of the people you you'll win you won't just come second this time you'll win i don't know that it's going to be filth i think that this last four books have released are the best four books in a very very long time in terms upward of trend. parody upward trend it's yeah, like stocks. If like, they're going up, they can only keep going up. Yeah. Like Housing, just, stocks, everything. It well, just, just keeps going up. I, up, I, up, I, up. Don't, I think with the exception of Sylvaneth, like they haven't made a shit book. Yeah. Yeah. But if they do, they ain't going to sell models. Yeah. They want to sell models. Fair. So, you know. Honestly, the, I'm probably focusing more on narrative gaming next year anyway. So They're holding an I don't really care. I don't really care how good the book is, but um, Ben Johnson's painting it, so it's probably going to be real good. I yeah, love lit, that lit, lit, um, lit. demonic mount. I reckon it's sick. The crocodile it's looking the most one. polarizing of all of Yeah, look, I don't like it like as much because the mount's a bit derpy. I like classic so and derpy. derpy but what does the head See, look like? They haven't done well with their mounts. I think Derp their mounts City. are all pretty derpy. Well, yeah. Stormcast Dracoths? Yeah, a they're bit derpy. 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 Yeah. Palidors? They're kind of derpy. Are you derpy. kidding? They're the best. No, they're kind of derpy. Oh, chocobo. And then, and then, like, you go over to Slanesh, the fiends. I still think they're pretty derpy. And then eels, even. They're just like wiggly worms. Yeah, I much prefer the classic things. Derpy. Just like the Varangard horses. They don't look derpy. They look like fucking sick armored chaos. They look scary as fuck. Yeah. Mm. I bought a Ideneth army on a whim the other day. So it's going to be good. <laughs> I could buy armies on yeah, a whim too. That's are so they, sick. Are they still good? Is it 27 eels? so good. Yeah. Fuck 27 yes. eels and 20 yes. shadow warriors. I just told Hayden Bryce from Model Citizens that there's no possible way that I'm going to paint his eels for him yeah, for Kankon. <laughs> Uh, he messaged me and, I, and like he was like, "Hey, heard you good at painting," and I just said, "Absolutely not." <laughs> um, said, no but for, no for me, dog. Would you like me to paint yours? For no, Cancon? no, I like my oh, yours okay. look really nice. I want to just do my same my as death for Cancon. Maybe that's that, that's a, an option. That you moment, just peel peel everyone off with the gash because yeah. he's really strong now. Yeah, like, he's what, so um, strong. What color are you going to do the slaves to darkness armor? So, like originally, it was going to be black armor with like the model you were looking at before. So black and gold, like really classic. Uh, we were talking about doing the. Um, the cloak's red on the inside and grey oh, on the back. Dude, you've got to show him the one you've done. He was looking at it before. Yeah. Gonna I'm going to have another break and go see it. It's not Arcane, it's the Lord. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was also thinking today, right, about doing a Zench army. Yes. 
models. Yeah, with the new models and uh, wait, wait with the, so with the new knights and, and warriors. Yeah, yep. so doing it like a zench. Sorry, it's slave to darkness, but like zench paint scheme. So like blues, and, but like yeah. blues and ready purples and stuff. Uh huh. Like so probably easier to paint, not as technical as what I've been doing. Uh huh. But doing like they're all fucking mages, so they're all like warding off like arrows and shit with fucking oh. like sort of diamond glass shieldy kind of things. Like mage warriors. Yeah. That's pretty and then, like, sick. Are they mage warriors or warrior mages? But having them, so using sort Porque of no los both. blues and reds and golds, but then having them on these like sort of weirdy arcane sort of temple sort of bases that have parts of it that are actually just magic. Like they're just riding along on this base, yeah. but it's like a bridge of magic and, and then stuff like, like that. You could, you could go nuts with that and you could have bases that are like just like disappear into like galaxy pattern yeah, and then exactly. like some bases yeah. that turn into like pink tentacles and yeah. then some that turn into like green bubbles. Yeah. Fuck, that's cool. You know galaxy Idris Elba's character in the Thor series, how he like mm. whacks a staff yeah. down and then a magic road comes that, up? Exactly that, that kind of thing. That would be fucking sick. Like, so have one cantering and it's like, it's like the edge of the road. So there's the, the, the stone temple bit and yeah, then yeah. the fucking magical road that oh, you're fucking running cool. out onto. It's cool. You have like 700 ideas for armies every week. I know. Finish painting our character. No <laughs> I, I paint so slowly. I've legitimately been considering, like I was thinking about it the other day, I love creating new armies and new themes and stuff like that. And I yeah, never yeah. finish painting them. And I'm thinking about getting to the point where seeing if A, there's a market for people who would buy converted armies that aren't yet painted. To yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it was something um, Rob Ellis was talking about doing after he did his Bellacore, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. which after your feedback, he's disassembled and started redoing. What? Did you tell him he's not? not no, nothing directly I've said, though. Based on pretty much the feedback that you get. That's about, about completely ridiculous. Because he's a known listener. About the stance. What? Yeah, the stance and he the He listened to our drill. You, talk, you talked about oh, the flat no. flat black. Yeah, I talked the, a lot about and, it, my and, feelings about that. I didn't think he would the, ever listen. And the stance and the base. Oh, no. He ripped the Patreon? whole model off the base and he's redoing like all the black. He, I thought the black that he did was remarkable. Yeah, he's redoing the black. He's redoing the base. It reminds he's, me of... It literally, he's ripped it off. Else. He's ripped the arm off. He's ripped the legs off. He's redoing the whole model. Well, I guess, look, if there's anyone that has the like dedication and ability to do that, it's him. I mean, he nearly gave it away at Blackout, so... Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. But yeah, so he was, talking about, he was talking about doing conversions, like... Um, Commission conversions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not actually the painting side of it, just the converting. Okay. Did you see yeah. his wood elf dragon? Because I know people do the Fucking opposite. Hell, that was so yeah. cool. People like building armies but can't be fucked painting it. So they build an army, they get someone else to paint it. Well, that's, the that's the other thing I was considering was yeah, right. building the army and getting you to paint it. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, like the thing, like it'd have to be, maybe that might be the more viable option I'm just thinking because the reason I get, and maybe, maybe it's the reason for you, it's the reason for me that I convert all the stuff that I convert is because it makes it mine. Yep. Yeah, and so it's it becomes mine that's like a, a name and a story. And it's and a I, name and a story, and it becomes super personal. And, and that, so then yeah. it is has like twenty times the value. And that's but and that's what I was wondering is I've never bought a commission painted army. Would I have that same attachment? Like I look at this undivided chaos army that I've been doing with the the old models and stuff yep. like that, and I've always thought like it's just taking me so long to paint. I just don't have the time. And actually, I'm like I'm not actually even really enjoying painting it because it's so technical. Um, mm. And just I only paint in very short bursts, and that's why it's taking so long. And I was thinking. Do I get someone else to paint it? And then I'm like, you know, but this is my project that I've been doing and would it yeah, feel the exactly. same? And same thing, if I convert up an army, will it feel the same? But we'll see where we go. Yeah. yeah. You well, try it out at small scale first and then... I'm so excited for this Slaves of Darkness. Oh, mate, they're, they're just... 16th like, of December. 
It's crossed, it's crossed army, in my diary. Imagine an army of those fucking bad boys charging across the battlefield Ooh. that year. That's just so cool. I worked. Twi- I'd be like, I worked come twenty-one out hours of overtime the other week. It's all, <laughs> yes. all going one place. Yes, so hit, you wouldn't hit, even need that many for an army. Hit me up online stores with sweet discounts. I, I kind of hope you do. Emperor's really good, and there's a very strong chance that they'll send you the stuff before it's released. So <laughs> yeah, I've had, well. I've had, I've had multiple. Uh, it's a company pretending that they're in Australia, but all the packaging comes from like Singapore. Emerald. Uh, it's called Empora. I'll send oh, you the Empora. link. Yeah, they're really good. It's twenty percent mm. off everything. Mm. The other thing is free post, so it's slightly better than Emerald. They're pretending to be in Australia. They're clearly not. And twice now I've received books ahead of time. Like, I mean, like four or five days ahead of time. Mm. Oh boy. I'll probably shop local. I'll be honest. Emperor. Yeah, local. I only get my stuff from House of War. House of War don't offer any discount. They charge you to play. And sometimes you have to stand at the counter for like five minutes while the dude is just like playing solitaire. I never have to stand at the counter for five minutes. That's because you shout. Yeah, you just yell at him from across the counter. I always... Get good service. No, what you have to do is act like put a have a backpack on that looks like it's got an army case in, and just walk right past the counter. Oh, he'll stop you. Five yeah, dollars. he'll be like, "Oh, so you playing a game? Come over here." <laughs> do you know clubs there on Thursdays now? Did you know that? Which club? Uh, Model, Citizens. Model Citizens. Oh, what's Model Citizens? AOS Club, but they also play More Time and Warcry. Oh, so that's wanna... why there was so much AOS going on last yeah, Thursday. If you want to come check it out, it's on this Thursday. Oh, They're I'll be real, there this Thursday. Like yeah. Lord of the Rings League. Yeah, I'll be there as well. We'll oh. all say hi. Oh, winner. Yeah, I'll be there. I'm playing more home. I'm will. Be there as well. You coming this Thursday? Oh, I finish work at six. Yeah, I'm sweet. I don't time. get there till seven anyway. So. I'm gonna learn how to play more time again. It's gonna be so good. More yeah. time Fuck. is the best. Maybe I'll dig out my warband. Yeah, do it. We're gonna have a campaign. I would do a new warband. Is it the Marienburg has got the extra money? Yeah. yeah. Which ones were the ones with the, uh, the Blissey Steel 4 crossbows base? They were Reekland. Reekland. That's what I've got. Yeah. I've got I three, three of those bad boys. I have Reekland as well. <laughs> what was the dodgy ones? Clan Eschen? Uh, the Skaven Slayers are really bad. And crossbows are, if you abuse it and just go all crossbows, are kind of awful as well. And Shadow Warriors are pretty fucked Shadow Warriors, those rules are stupid. Yeah, so all of the non-base are stupid. We kind of like... Emphasizing it being like a fun narrative thing. If you come with a bunch of slings or like just load up on crossbows. Lots of fun narrative crossbows. Mm. Uh, Come on, Nick. Speaking of narrative, imagine a world (laughs) where some group of people ran an event that wasn't based on beating each other, but in fact telling a story. That's a really good segue. We're going to go to an ad break and we'll get back to that after this. I want to hear about people beating each other. (laughs) (laughs) Danny, hit me up with an impromptu ad for our Facebook followers. Facebook followers of the dwellers below. I'm so sorry. Actually, no, I'm not because you don't see anything because we don't post on Facebook at all. So you get a lot of messages. They slide into my DMs a fair bit. You get damned. Yep. Slide, Slide in more. Facebook followers If as you many. follow us actively on Facebook Send us as many messages As you possibly can Because Sam has to reply I don't have to I just do Sam if you don't reply We won't do. get the badge Come on mate Yeah we need the badge And more money from Patreon And more money The best thing is When someone sends us A Twitter message Because all of us Are on Twitter <laughs> And it's just like either None of us respond Or multiple people Respond and say Different things <laughs> Or a conversation starts And then we're like Is that really And also in <laughs> fact If you do follow us The dwellers below On Facebook you should stop following us on Facebook and follow us on Patreon instead. <laughs> I'm, I find Twitter really hard to follow. I'm the opposite. I can't use Facebook. I don't understand it. Facebook's fucked. I don't, mm. I don't get it. I don't get your, your Snapchat. Facebook's mm. full of peasants and Twitter 
has oh, presence of a more aggressive nature. Should we do it? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Should we do a Dweller Snap? Oh, a Dweller Snapchat? Yeah. Oh, that oh is God. very, very dangerous. Follow our premium for nudes of Danny. <laughs> wow, I'd do that. That is very dangerous. I'll show you Lockie's crop. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means either, but I like it. All right, and we're back. Back to back. What were you just saying about some sort of imagine a, a story Uber, or a, a I think he was talking about an Uber competitive wargaming event that we're super keen on running. Imagine where instead of worrying about your individual results, it was more about how that result feeds into the narrative of the event and the games and story and abilities change depending on how the event ebbs and flows. So now, you're saying as if the impact that your highly customized and personalized army had on a battlefield in any given game had an effect on the world in which this battle was taking place. That's exactly what I'm saying. Sounds like something commies would say. Well, I just like uh, open world video games. <laughs> I'm I'm Lucky Mod Kehi, and I agree as a communist that I would say something like that. <laughs> Thanks, Lucky. Back in your box, and uh, go on about this idea. This sounds really intriguing. And Nick. so, so hear me out. Hear me out. Right. All right. So imagine that you were paired up with other people of your Grand Alliance and imagine that I would probably run this event at a smaller points level than 2,000 points because what we really want to emphasize in this event or what I would really want to emphasize in this event is really well-painted, customized, story-driven armies, right? And from these customized, story-driven armies at a smaller points level, the... Grand Alliance is a team together. So you're going to have four broad teams. And then depending on how each member of this team goes, we'll rank the Grand Alliance each round and that'll have an impact on the way that the games... On the way the armies perform. Yeah. That's huge. And that Mm. sort of format can work in anything. I mean, like the the most basic way is, yes, split into Grand Alliances. But what what if there is a narrative so compelling... And so detailed and that people are so invested in that it doesn't matter. Transcends alliances. alliances potentially. Oh. Or also like for the first time you have a cross, like, but narratively backed up cross Grand Alliance allegiances. Oh. Or even like, like a siege the War theme. of the Realms. And so mm. we like pre- predetermined that, that each realm has to have a certain number of armies that come from the realm. You're assigned a realm and then go crazy with your conversions. What about and then, what a, instead of War of the Realms, what about Realms at War? Realms at War. What about... That's much more catchy. Let's yeah. name it that. What about realms that are angry with each other and... Actually, no, because War isn't all about anger. What about uh, realms that sometimes have political and diplomatic differences that can't be solved by peaceful negotiation. What about yeah. just... Because we're assuming it's all hostility. What about just realms together? What about the realms that were inside us the whole time? What about realms that become one? Okay, I just looked around. Sam's gone. <laughs> I don't know where Sam went. He just disappeared. He left the table. He's, He's having gone. a rest. Oh, fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I would be too if I came to talk about my master's journey and then we just started talking about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, master's. Um, uh, we're going narrative. Yeah. Yeah, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, The Dwellers Below 2020, the narrative podcast. Yeah. I don't know if we're a narrative podcast. No, not the podcast, but like an event that we run <laughs> will be narrative. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's a way to define our content. Yeah, shit. there is. Awesome. <laughs> 
I'm glad you said that louder than yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> so when is it? Father of Lies. May oh. 9, May 10. Oh, 9, 10, May. 2020. 9, 10, 2020. 9, 10, 2020. That sounds like me trying to count. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds like a code I would put it's on an not, alarm. It's not 9, 10, 2020. Same venue as last time. Same venue. So... Yeah, 9th and 10th of May, 2020. <laughs> 9, 10, 2020. <laughs> Some of the observations Some poor were... fucker's going to rock up on the 9th of October. <laughs> Where's this event at? Or if they're American, they're going to rock up on the 10th, 10th of September. September. If they just rock up only based on hearing this podcast, <laughs> then I will give them all my money. We don't do any other marketing. That's true. I'll, I'll give them my Patreon money. Same venue, fewer people, yes. more space, Be- better tables, better food, mm. more fruit tingles, less streaming. Please say less streaming. Probably less I, streaming. I think just like little cheeky interviews with players yeah. and mm. walk around with Twitter live. Better, or whatever is better photography. Better. Yeah. Maybe like even like those like pan videos of the armies because... This is, like if you, if you hadn't guessed it, folks, there's gonna be a huge hobby focus. Yep. Nick's so, got a sick stick that follows you around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, better short shorts. Yeah. It just sort better of fo- short shorts. It just yeah. follows you around. Your stick. Yeah. yeah, it's been following me for a while. Yeah, so just, we're thinking flips around. Sixteen tables, help. twenty tables. Yeah, so we're probably looking at about forty people, 40? just because we want plenty of space in the venue, uh-huh. which we could do probably fifty f- uh, with plenty of space. But we, uh, from a logistical standpoint, we want a super immersive experience for everyone. 20 tables mm-hmm. would be good. Which means we're going to have the four or five of us sort of DMing games and yep. getting involved. and Direct messaging. Yep. Sliding in, sliding yeah. right On in a there. very personal level. Yeah. Um, Emotional support. And mm. just running at a more micro level. Uh, and also just we want to put heaps of effort into some awesome tables and make it super, super immersive and have an awesome narrative experience and just kind of just take it to the next level of, uh, you know, what we've seen here in Australia as far as narrative events. Because go. that's something that that like there hasn't been that many of, and we're no, we're by no means the first. But there's been a big push, and you know, I'm sure if you ask Clint how many times he's received the hashtag Make It 300 or Make It 400, uh, innumerable counts of people wanting bigger and more and bigger. Yep. But we're going the other way. Yep. We're cutting down on size. Up in the quality, which yeah. I think is a really interesting. We're move. zigging when the rest of the league is zagging. Exactly. It's not the size; it's what you do with it. Unless it comes to Patreon. Well, I just think okay, so we've backflipped on that issue so many times. It's a polarizing <laughs> issue, Danny. Forty bros, um, or sisters, and ladies, um, or undefined. Exactly. Or unique. Yeah, we're not, yeah. not going to do this. There's For, no orange card here, Nick. Yeah. Um, I'm just being inclusive. Sure, Sam Morgan. Thanks, Lockie. Um, <laughs> Vegetarian so, so, 40, so 40 people. 40 people. Only spot for three vegans. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I think you need another rest. <laughs> We're going to have a plant-based diet available to all uh, patrons. And I'm going to have a rest. Um, four people that um, eat keto. Mm-hmm. No, and wrong think, game I mean, system. Like, that was a legitimate concern last year was we polled everyone for what they ate and we had keto options. We had... Yeah, plant-based options, and it was just Mushroom really cool. Last, like, so the the tournament this year was heaps of fun, and it was great that we let our mate win the thing overall. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. That was really cool, actually. Did you hear that, Nick? I won the whole Why event. He... Yeah, he won the whole event. I won it. Oh, Gentilly wow. wouldn't know he wasn't there. 
I remember you won painting, didn't you? Yeah, and best sports, but some other person walked home with a trophy. I don't know why. That's oh, weird. Jerks. I voted for best, you for best painting. And also the main reason we're doing you. match play again is that Nick forgot to press the button that calculated the final standings. <laughs> and so we don't want to be bothered with final standings uh, and anymore, guys. And also people guys. were pestering me for fucking rankings can't, for literally months afterwards. Can't so fuck like, up the scoring if there is no scoring, right? <laughs> no, I think there is. I think there, I modern think problems is, require like, modern solutions. Like the, the narrative thing needs to be in some way... Um, you know, competitively um, grounded without it actually being match play and playing to win and whatever. So it actually needs to be like a victor as the story progresses over the course of the two days. There needs to be um, something that everyone's aspiring for, right? But the cool thing for me is that they all could have very different um, sort of things that they're trying to achieve. And we spoke about like what would the Skaven be doing there and what would the KO be doing there and... Um, what would those fucking Tudorjin guard that I'm buying on eBay tonight be doing there? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like everyone's still playing to win, but winning isn't necessarily killing everything in the no, other that's army. That's right. That's or right. Getting because it might be these... run your emissary off, or it might yeah. be stop there doing. Or it might be it might be secret objectives, and it might be like yes. let the enemy feel like they're winning, so suffer a defeat, so that we can pincer them in the next yeah, that's round. That's right, because you're sucking like them in, and then you're so going exactly. to flank them. Exactly. Mm. Or like plague plague monks, their their task is not to. Um, like be a meat grinder and kill your whole army, they need to poison the water supply. Yeah. And what does that look like? Yeah, with like? objectives like that and a greater strategy over the two days of, of four yeah. or, or the game, four or six games. And like, the games are going to link into each other. So the results of one game, we're going to have a sort of loose narrative that we'll generally adhere to, but within that loose narrative, we're going to have the results changing, what happens. And you know, if you take a realm gate here, then potentially you're playing in a different realm the next game. If you poison the water supply, that you know that player in their next game... They can't, I don't know, they can't, can't fly. Yeah, they, they just can't run. Exactly. They're, they're gassed out. They're, they play two Or like you need, you need to uh, get your like Orcs and Goblins player to play a strategic defeat, but they ain't going uh, to defeat, like get beaten. So they yeah. charge in and kill everything, which actually is detrimental yeah. to That's you it. the next round. Yeah. So if they win, then they're playing off against two other armies because they they're overcommitted a little yes. bit. Yes. Yeah, so exactly. You know, you're ready to choose your own adventure and it's like, do you want to go to the library or do you want to run away? And then it's page X and page Y. We sort of almost need that because... There's always going to be a fork at the road and depending on which way we take it, that's going to lead on to the next thing. Sounds forking awesome. It does sound fucking awesome. <laughs> Spoons. Mm. Right, so, Nick, you've run narrative in the past? No, I've been involved in narrative. Oh, you've participated? I, I participated. And it's you were saying off air that you're the big dog and you run the Lord of the Rings stuff and you've got every model that's ever been created for the system. No, that's Jeremy, oh. duh. Um, oh, that's the other Nick. But as as a player, that shout out to the Green Dragon podcast. Yeah, yes, it's actually it's a good podcast. Um, Doing the brew for the brave and true comes on from the Green Dragon. Pippin, the hobbits, the hobbits. <laughs> They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. To Isengard, God, help us. Let's just recite memes from like 10 years ago over and over again. Do you know what my favourite meme at the moment is? What? The lady shouting at the cat. <laughs> That's everyone's favourite meme right now. It's great. So it's very good. Because the cat's like... <laughs> Dank meme. I saw some... That's a very good audio representation of that picture what's of a cat. It, what's it from? I have no idea. No, it's two different things. So she's from she's Real Housewives f- or yeah. something. So I saw a trailer of something and she was in it. Like on the TV the other day, and Chan's sitting there next to me on the couch. I'm like, that's the lady with the cat. <laughs> <laughs> but the cat is. So I was screaming and pointing at it. <laughs> and then the TV had a cat. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, the cat's separate. The cat, it, like, they're not from the same thing. The cat's just a picture of a cat that has lots of Instagram followers. See, like, we could almost create a meme whereby we use those two frames and the first caption would be, run a competitive event. And the second caption would be like, no. well, there's below narrative event, 9th and 10th of May, 2020, come along. I think that's more of a Drake meme. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Competitive AOS. No. Mm, yeah, you're right. I think so. The main reason we're doing it is because we're awesome. We want to? Yeah, we want. To. It's that's exactly the reason we want to. Well, that's Looking the at the other huge narrative events that are really like big effort in that gets put into it, and they go happen all over the world. It's like, just, why don't we have that here? Let's and it's, have just, that. it's yeah. Let it's looking at it. things like Realms of War. It's looking at things like um, Holy, Holy, War, Holy Wars GT, Holy Wars, stuff like that. It's and it's it's kind of our like our journey in the hobby is is at that stage where we're. We've all done the competitive game except for I haven't Nick I'm, and Danny. I, I haven't. Um, Nick and I have done competitive gaming. <laughs> Lockie hasn't really either, has he? No, nah, Lockie's well, really good. Well, no, Sam Lockie. hasn't really. He, he's barely scraped into Masters. So yeah. Nick's done competitive gaming and mm. Nick's decided that we should do a narrative event. So everyone's going to do what Nick wants. Because it's my podcast. The Patreon Nick's goes podcast. into my account. He gets the Patreon money and puts the most effort in. So that's fair enough. Mm. I'm just checking the Australian matched play rankings. Oh, they are things still. Oh, I just hurt my neck scrolling down, finding how low Nick Cohen is relative to me. <laughs> Have you submitted my event yet? I want my points. <laughs> what do we want? Oh, ranking points. I ain't got points. my points yet. <laughs> what do we want? Ranking points. When do we want it? Now. The day after the event got finished. Hurry up. Who's paying you to be this slow? So, yeah, we, uh, as a group, oh, we're Charles kind of. Black is second. Yeah, he's good. So as a group, we're kind of stepping away from competitive games. And we're still going to be at like ranked match play events. I, I'm just going to say it right now. I'm not. I want to win shit. Yeah, I've never allowed. won cool. shit ever. So I yeah, want to win cool. stuff. Winning's fun. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it feels like. Winning's a theme. So you can play winning as a theme at your uh, at our narrative event. Yeah, my I, narrative, I think, my narrative you... is the <laughs> ever victorious <laughs> victors of victory. <laughs> Check out my Swiss Lanesh army that loves winning. <laughs> yeah. Silesque. Like, been, I don't think been... it needs to be one or the other. We can just oscillate. Like some events you can go to and be yep. like, cool, this weekend I'm going to have beers, hang out, I'm going to try and eat a kilo of chicken parma. And then, <laughs> Fail miserably. And that, that, that's like your weekend, right? And then the other next weekend you can be like, oh, you know what? I feel like trying to win five games and go 5-0 and oh in this field. Yep. Like, And that's See, completely cool. It just yeah, depends on what the KO book's like when it comes out for me, to be honest, because I'm so, not doing another army. <laughs> but yeah. if it's a five-game event, it's not even a now. tournament. It's They're not even good. competitive. Yeah, it's going to be six games. Oh, good. Um, yeah, if we're fifteen hundred points, we can do six yeah, games. Yeah, so we'll probably drop to fifteen hundred points. Uh, Maybe with two K, but you can like yeah, have variable be a, list size over the course. There'll be of the variable list sizes. Some of the scenarios, like I was thinking, we've got this awesome cave table, and so I was going to have like, all right, this battle's underground. If it's the Skaven versus the goblins or whatever, and bang, you're only, instead of paying fifteen hundred points, you're playing a thousand points because five hundred points of your stuff got lost in the goddamn cave. Mm, I like the good. idea of progression over the course of the event and then attrition as, at the end. Yep. So it's like you start off small, you work your way up on day one and then on day two, maybe the, the last round is you're pairing up with people from the same Grand Alliance and you're putting a thousand points each on the table, but you're effectively playing doubles in the final you round. play 2,000 points in round five and then round six, you only get to use what, what, what survived <laughs> what from survived? game five. Oh my God, that's beautiful. <laughs> the cagiest games of AOS ever. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy gets tabled. It's just like, I don't have anything. Well, guess you lose. Oh my you God. can go home early. My that's, flight's that's not till really seven. Good. That's really good. I would love that. So yeah. Needless to say, it will be very fun. Yeah. And that's what we want. And that's what we wanted for Lord of War. We want an awesome 
you know, weekend experience uh, for the people that attend. It's it's That's all it about it's the games, the experience. It's, yeah. it's uh, we don't the really Friday night. Yeah. How many tables do we have? <laughs> <laughs> Brad shouting at people. Brad buying people shots. Well, there's only ten tables, so it should take like all of twenty tables if we've got forty. Oh, I was thinking they're playing doubles. It's <laughs> hey, twenty they, tables. They could be doubles. I think we'll do singles. Nah, singles, man. And so it's likely going to be sort of matched play uh, army restrictions just as a, a starting point. But if you've got an awesome theme that you want to do and that there's enough time that 1,500 points, if you've got a super cool theme that you want to do, you could just start it from scratch. And Say like you wanted to do a Ripidactyl army and yeah. there was some reason and they were coming along because they heard that the great bloat toad was at the event or whatever. Ooh, and they're trying- then you just have to make a great bloat toad and you can do it. Yeah, and they're searching through the realms for this great Pretty sure you're toad. rocking up in a toad costume. Yeah, and that yes. would be, I, like, I would be cool with that. 1,500 yeah. points of Ripidactyl yeah. is not going to ruin anyone's yeah. day, if right? If you're taking something suboptimal, shoot us a, a message, slide into our DMs and just be like, hey, can I take this? I don't want to take these two battle so lines. I'd rather do this. And we're like, yeah, cool. You can run all pterodons. It's fine. So yeah. what we're because doing it's, is it's suboptimal and it's yeah. interesting. Well, we're vetoing uh, We're vetoing out stuff that would are we ruin gonna, the immersion you know, and fun for other people. Okay, my theme is nothing but Keepers of Secrets. Mm, probs not. Probably keep that a secret. Well, actually, you could just hey. play normal rules and by the end of the game, you'd have an army full of Keepers anyway. <laughs> That's true. But the thing is, there's so many awesome rules in the core book that go into the realms that we just yeah. never use yep. in... There's Match these play. things in every single army book called A Path to Glory. Yeah. Never used it. There's Never looked the, at the, it. All the sick artifacts and the forbidden power uh-huh. thing. Uh-huh. All so that much. cool stuff. The realm. Seas rules. All that sort of stuff that I think gets missed because we in the past have just focused on match play tournaments. All right. Let's do a quick round the table and I'm going to surprise you all because no one's planned for this. Throw me a mechanic that you reckon would be cool to use. So I'll start. So the one I've been talking about is every army's got like this kind of super weapon that they're trying to develop. And it's not the main point of the story. It's kind of a side a side story for every army is they're trying to get their super weapon sort of up and running. So the Skaven have a big sort of tech, you know, big, uh, like a Doom Wheel or a big Warp Lightning Cannon or something. And so day one, they're sort of looking for the parts or the batteries. They're looking for the Warp Stone mm. to, to get their, their big thing going. Or this Chaos Army has a demon that they need to summon. And so the f- day one is them setting up their ritual to summon this demon. Or the Ideneth Deep can have this gigantic sea monster that they're going to summon. Or the Kraken. Like, the Kraken or something like a, a really big uh, KO uh, ship that they're building and stuff like that. So day one, one of the sort of side focuses, not only are you playing to your narrative, you're also trying to get your own sort of super weapon up and running. And then day two, or even halfway through day one, day two, you get to use this super weapon. And depending on how well you've done day one with putting it together, that depends on how sort of powerful it is. Mm. But what that means is everyone leading into the event can build this sort of custom super weapon to, to whatever theme they're doing. So you could you could get some huge demon model that you've wanted to wanted to build, like one of the... Um, creature cast a big demons or something like that that you've always wanted to build or a big forge world exalted demon that you've always wanted to build and paint but have never really had the excuse to use uh, and you can do that or you can do kit bash some amazing skaven sort of war machine kind of thing i reckon that would be really cool as a mechanic that builds throughout the weekend but also gives someone a hobby focus to to do in the lead up to the event mm. so that's my idea let's mm. go with gently i'm Give having us a, a sweet now. cook <laughs> Good. Uh, okay, enough it's Morgan's time. Um, uh, no, what I think would be really cool is picking a character in your army that you follow the path to glory advancement table with through the weekend. Um, and so 
could be any one of them, but you they build up and build up and get some extra abilities and extra stuff as they go through the weekend. I think that would be really cool. What I think would be super cool is on the Saturday night, we go down like we did last time. There's board games and stuff in the bar. Mm. We bring a couple of cheeky little war cry tables oh. and people have a little retinue that have gone off to a big city and they're trying to figure something out before the Sunday. Oh. So the stuff that happens when you're pissed playing war cry impacts your game on the Sunday morning. Oh, that's really good. Actually, can we, all right, like meta, meta that even like, further. We've got the venue that's in the right. evening, like, mm-hmm. but have a bunch of war cry tables that are all pub themed and it's a bunch of oh, yeah, your at the local tavern. Yeah, so, if you so want at to play the local Heroes tavern. Of of Magic, you can go to the tavern to get information about the yes, the exactly other, um, characters. And so it'll be like multiplayer Warcry battles of the people that are sitting at a table in a pub of a table that is a pub of those characters sitting at a table in a pub, and then they fight. Is there a pub in the pub that's in the pub? Oh yeah, and we're going full Inception. Does time go slower in the pub? In the pub? In the pub? And then it goes faster. Yeah. Does music play? That is huge though. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Drunk drunk actions have serious... Hang on. We said no gaming for advantage, Morgan. You don't yeah. drink that much. <laughs> I don't drink this at is, all. This is a clear <laughs> play to gain advantage. If hey, you don't drink he was, anymore, do you get he, sweaty? He was out longer no. at Lord of War than you were. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. That's very true. That's my one regret in life. Mm. And then you want everything. <laughs> and then I want everything. Hey. <laughs> No, that's lit. That's a sick idea. Um, I I want to pick up on what Pete Atkinson pushed on oh, Twitter. Yes, I think is really cool. And I've, I've got a few caveats. So he said he just wants the ability to shunt stuff through realm gates to neighboring tables, mm-hmm. and he just wants like a big wire to go from realm gate to realm gate to realm gate through the entire tournament. And if we had a bunch of mechanics like that, mm-hmm. or or of a similar ilk, that could be interesting. What we don't want to do, I think, is give one person the ability to run through realm gates and that's their role. You know it what I mean? Be like because your, everyone wants to be that guy. Ruin Smiter is coming up with his Hearthguard Berserker roll 2d6. That's the table it's on. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprise! Um, I think, yeah, but, but that's the ability lo- to logistically to a, very difficult, but I definitely that's think there's what I mean, some yeah. to do it. But what, the like, ability to just like... Maybe there is, and maybe there are like battle roles, right? And so there's like the realm hunters. And so there are 10 players. I don't know. What is it? 10 out of the 40 that are the realm hunters from their grand alliance. And they are the ones that can go through. And they maybe they can only stay on a table for two turns. And they have to go through the realm. Is it game. a double turn? Do we want there to be... Who knows? Do we but, want but, there to but be we like... we have 10 players that aren't actually of, playing games. 10 of each grand alliance? Or does, it, does that not matter? I, I, think, I, I think that's logistically difficult because you want people to be Can, able to do this. Because then the, there could be some ascendancy, right? Yeah. I think... Well, you could sign... I, I was thinking about this when I was going to run a smaller one is you just get people to sign up and reserve their spot in the grand alliance. Yeah. Order will disappear really quick and then it'll be really hard to like fill like up death, some of the others. Death mm-hmm. has like two armies. Three yeah. armies. Death. So, Legions, uh, skeletons, skeletons, skeletons with slightly more yeah. flesh on them. Bone Reapers now. Yeah, Bone Reapers is like the third one. There's flesh equal with the Legions and Bone Reapers. Oh, so there's only three allegiances. I mean, like Tomb Kings don't count, right? Real armies, Randy. real armies. Please, this is narrative. We're not using Tomb Kings. They're, they're a match play army. Yeah, Randy. Yeah, it's true. They're far too competitive, actually. Uh, I think their rules are just a bit too cutting edge. So. Yeah, Randy. We want to see. Yeah, Randy. One more time. So yeah, we're saying Randy. No yes. hunting. No hunting hounds at the event. Off meta choices only. Okay. Yeah, Randy. So, but yeah, like, so saying that, what if there was ten players that that's all they could do? Well, what I saw that was really cool oh, at um, 
one of the events that I've been looking at uh, some narrative events for for inspiration is they had at the edges of their tables they would have like a wall Ooh. and it was like a rock wall or whatever that divided the two tables. Dun, 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 you build a realm gate into yeah. the the wall and you have both sides of the wall being different. And so the barrier between the tables has a realm gate built into it and then you can walk through the realm gate essentially under the table next door. I wonder we'd have to sort of tell yeah, we'd have to like test cuz the logistics of jumping around tables is really difficult mid game because is it a two play game is it a three play game but what if you do, is, what if half your army is on one table No but that's the thing right what if it is like yeah, it's not just two, a shit show like that yeah. there needs to be some parameters Yeah it's got to be no, it's got to be structured I mean, Yeah totally but what if the parameters is like like I'm just imagining so you've got your tables in rows right and then someone's on the end of the row and they start and they have two turns or they have a turn in on the table. They pop up nine inches away. They have I'm a turn get to on the, the table. The and then when they're done, doesn't matter what's happening on the table next door. When they're done with their turn on that table, they disappear. Play goes on as normal on that table. They pop up on the next table and whoever's turn it is, they've just got to have, like it's interrupted and held at that point. This player has their turn on the table and then they disappear. <laughs> it would be such a schmozzle. Imagine. Oh, what chaos. I was thinking you could do was have three rows of tables and if the room's big enough you have like it's upstairs right yeah yeah okay, we've got so you have you room. have the the center point which is a table with three realm gates on it and then you have three rows of tables in a triangle like sort of line like three lines uh arcing away from that middle point and a realm gate on each one at the end and so you have these like this weird fucking i don't know almost like it's the all points well, exactly but with only three because there's no way you could do eight. oh my god hang on if it's in the if it's the all points and we have the all points then the the war cry for the all points <laughs> in the pub is central oh. so we build the varan spire on four tables oh my four, god six scale fours. scale yeah so that's, scale one to one that's yeah we literally build it. <laughs> hey, Dan, danny works construction if we need yeah. a sheet metal worker we'll get joe pagano yeah right um, patreon so we build the <laughs> That is Brilliant. our solution. You're right. right. Follow, hit subscribe on Patreon, twenty five uh, $25 plus, and we'll build the Varan Spire. No, $1,000 plus. Fuck. Yeah, geez, think big. We're not like the state government. We can get this under budget. Mm. Hey. Are there any engineers? So, politics. Below? <laughs> so, um, we build on, on four tables, four six by fours put together, we build the Varan Spire. So, that would and be the, and the, like 24 the by... No. 16. No, twelve no. by eight. Twelve by eight. Four six by fours. Yep. Yeah. No, because yes. four times six is twenty-four, and four times oh. four is sixteen. So that's sixteen tables. No, that's four. No. Oh. Where did you guys do your math? Yellow and black. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having then, a rest now. So that's. But then we've got sixteen other tables. So we do two tables per realm. I wish I could take a and rest. In the middle Nick of, keeps whipping me. And in the middle of each of those two tables is a realm gate that leads to the variance bar. Yeah, this could be really complex and I love it. We need to start doing some maps, I think. We, we need, need to, to start doing some mathematics. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we need to things. do some mathematics. I like your idea better. Mm. I'm going to go in like three minutes. Yeah. Um, Where are you going? Let's, let's talk about... Let's any talk other topic you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the thing Sam is here for. All right, let's talk about Masters briefly because, yeah. Anyway, keep your eye out on the internets for the narrative Dwellers Narrative event as yet to be named. We'll think of a cage name for it at some point. Cage. Tickets likely to go on sale uh, sometime after CanCon. Mm-hmm. Um, $1,000 um, Patreon members, um, a ticket is included. Yeah, sure. Captain... Mar- 
Morelli. Captain Minnelli's mandolin. So save the date, 9th and 10th of May. Maybe we can call it save the date. Is that a cage movie? I don't know. It could be. Fast times at Ridgemont High. All right. right, Now I've just got to find the master's lists. Mm Uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna hit small. This is like serious the... business. This is so, fast hands. So, this is just like yeah. What's so, it do? Smorgans, is it good so Smorgans at Masters, ten players only. Unfortunately, a few people couldn't make it because uh, the airlines wanted to charge them seven hundred dollars to fly down from Brisbane. Not really feasible. Just book it early and be confident that you'll make it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Had it chosen back, the date or back, the venue. Back yourself. Yeah. Um. So yeah, ten players. Uh, That's five tables. It is five tables. Quick maths. So that's 30 by 20. Mm-hmm. All right. Masters, the only dweller to represent, the only dweller worthy of, mm-hmm. of title of Australian master. Oh, the, best, the best dweller. Lockie's beaten me five times in a row. Oh, my God. <laughs> I beat you today in our practice yeah, but, game. Oh, no. Did you have brain fog because you weren't plant-based? Guys, this is... All right. This is... This, quick, quick, quick. All right. Quick. We're, going, we're going through the lists. Smorgan's yep. going to go. So we're going through the lists. Gonna we're going to get Smorgan's rundown, uh, whether he's going to beat him or lose to him, mm-hmm. and just a few hot, hot takes. Mm-hmm. Reese McGlynn, Allegiance, Legion, Legion lost of Asgore. Him. Last time I played him at Masters, I made him cry when I shot off 2,000 points before he had a turn. Boom. Eight Did Reese McGlynn make Masters? I, I would say we Up can... in Canberra, we drove together, and I literally shot off his Chaos Lord, his Chaos Lord on disc, and his Demon Prince, because I had three cannons, turn one. It's just like... Statistically, that should not happen. They had like three plus wards re-rolling ones, and I just spiked on the wound rolls, and he's like, "My whole army's dead." I remember that masters we drove. So back we'll say that we, we'll, we got we'll stuck call in that a win for four hours. Yeah, great. We'll and call he that a flood. Win for there. Uh, next, Joel McGrath, Slanesh. Only Slanesh player at the event. Yep. Strongest list at the event. Strongest list. Okay, that's huge. Big Has ball. a horrible hard counter. With the second strongest list, which is Skaven, and he's drawn it in the first round. Ooh, okay. But All isn't right. first round swap? But are you if you <laughs> if you draw it, will you beat him? Oh, yep. All right, so that's two for the beating. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Sam Morgan, that's you. Jordan Burgess, Nurgle. Oh, I've got a twenty dropper. <laughs> <laughs> have you looked at Have you looked at the Jordan's Jordan. Nurgle list? Um, Jordan's got. A couple of hundred wounds, which is going to be really hard to get through. That's more I would need an object. I would need a scenario with lots of objectives to beat him. He's got everything with the um, five up after save, and he's got Rodigus in there who can do a limitless spell. So he can yep. just, he can do attack seven units he can see anywhere on the board, and then the wheel can do that as well. So that's a pretty cool little Sounds fun. nifty combo. Um, so you come up against him scenario based. Yeah, entirely scenario based. If there's lots of objectives, I'll beat him. And if there's a few central objectives, he'll yeah. kick my So ass. you're saying you'll beat him? Yep. <laughs> Three. Three for the beat. All right. Uh, Ash McEwen, let's hope this list is legal, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think? It is legal. I checked it for him. That was nice. good. Well done. Uh, he's invested 140 points in a night encounter. Joke's on him. Don't have any majors. <laughs> hey. So you're going to beat him too? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's uh, four down. You're going to beat four of them. He's got a good meta list too. He's got a really strong list, like really strong. For the, for the Masters meta. But it's narrative. Just no, it's not. <laughs> Just in general. All right, Matty Tyrrell. Matt Tyrrell. Um, the Bone Reapers. The mayor. Have you played them? I love Matt. He's a great bloke. He's taken a terrible list. I'll kick his ass. Boom. Five for the victories. Matt Campbell. Played against this list today. Beat it turn one. Six for the victories. <laughs> Charles Black. Um, no, no chance in fucking hell. Like, he's going to smash you. This is, yeah. Because. My army does really well by swarming the board and being able to be in multiple places and his damage output is insane. Um, I saw Chuck playing at Blackout. Uh, he was terrible. He's in bad form. I reckon this is one for the beating. He's got 140 rats. 
He's got really good endless spells. He's got the bridge. But based on what Nick said about his form, you're going to beat him. Since then, I think he's lost like one game in total. So that's good. Cool. I'm going to have a rest now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and Dave Kerr. Two-time master. Yep. First round opponent. Um, yeah, this is your matchup, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be happy to play this in a... Um, a wide deployment, but we're playing Battle for the Pass. That's the triangles, yeah. Yeah, and it just I think it makes his stone horns a bit too tough for me to come to terms with. Um and he's he's like his list is pretty cool actually. He's done lots of little clever things. So um we'll just have to wait and see. That's a wait and see. Sounds like Tyler. One, sounds like one for the beating. Yeah, that, that one I think I'm probably gonna lose, unfortunately. And okay. I would have been happy to take him on about ten other seven, scenarios. Seven of nine so far. Uh, it's Tyler. Tyler's list has two units of Senegors. Rest in peace, <laughs> Tyler. Rip yeah. Eight of nine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll take that So the only person You're going to lose to Is Chuck yeah, Chuck and Dave probably I'd say they're the best Two players there But if you results. lose to Dave Chuck, You probably Matt won't play Dave. Chuck right you, I wouldn't Yeah I wouldn't <laughs> so. um, It's really like It sucks that there's only Ten players um, It sucks that Nick has to TO Like I'm not I'm not all that hyped So I'm not really invested In whether I win or lose Which is sort of good Means I can just turn up, roll dice, and yourself, and keep your mind calm. Keep my keep my mind clear. Um, it would have been awesome if we could have done the um, recording. That would have been probably more fun. The yeah, I was I was super hyped streaming. to do the the casting and the streaming. Uh, we had a great team put together. We had Adam Burt coming down. Uh, Randy was coming over from Tassie. Um, it was gonna be like the we'd managed, we'd managed or the get, Avengers. We managed to get rid of Lockie, who was in Vietnam for his wedding. Oh, it was beautiful! Congratulations, mate! Yeah, oh yeah, true. Congratulations, Lockie. Yeah. Enjoy your mushrooms. It was gonna be yep. ace. Uh, unfortunately, it's just not gonna work out. But uh, I'm sure it'll be a good weekend, and we're gonna do some coverage. Danny's along. Um, we'll, oh yeah, we'll I was gonna talk to you about say- that, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck, fucking <laughs> hell! Really? Oh, oh. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the I'm along for a bit of it at least They roll a dice for them I might So the um, first scenario is terrible And yeah. they just rolled a dice And so Like it's almost unplayable That's how bad it is we've got a Relocating big, orb is almost unplayable we've got Relocating a big, orb is the worst yeah, We've got terrible. a big novelty size D20 that we're going to roll Oh my god yeah. Oh, so you're going to roll every round? Yeah. I like it. Fucking terrible. That's awesome. That's that's not the opposite of narrative. So yeah, coverage is going to be me taking one photo in the morning uh-huh. and forgetting to post it until Actually, the evening. Actually, if you follow Will Knight, he'll be good. He'll yeah. follow, uh, he'll post the heap of shit. Yeah. Actually, maybe it should be a Will Knight Dwellers part Twitter takeover. Oof. Yeah. I think it could be huge because it. he's more reliable than me. He's, got, he... he's going to be TOing round three because <laughs> I'm not even at that. I've got my work's been changed. I've got to go to work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, disaster that's, masters. That's no, it's gonna be good. We'll it's gonna be, be good games, good fun. It's gonna be great to to see those guys, and we'll see who comes out and on we, top. We wish as well as Morgan all the best, the master in all of his games, master. And master. if you beat Dave Kerr, that's all I really want from you. Is that Dave Kerr? I beat at Kangon, yeah, you right? beat him. Yeah, he was. Why aren't you at the masters? <laughs> he was playing Ardeneth, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. Um, I think that I can't remember that game that well. I think. My cauldron did a Can lot of damage. Can you stop fiddling with the out-of-production limited edition model that's worth like $100? I will that you now, paid $30 for. So it's only worth what someone's willing to pay for it. I exactly. like will now. It's I'm, worth $5. I'm going home. <laughs> All right, hey, see you later. <laughs> bye, Smorgan. Bye, Smorgan. We've been the dwellers below. I'm going to rest now. 